So ready. Oh, I'm so super ready to record. Oh, let's go. Let's record. Hit the record button. Please stop. You're recording. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Mitchell started doing this, and so I'm so super ready. He said ready. he was ready, so I um, I'm so super ready to record. I gotta turn these levels down, even though I can't really hear them that well. God, was I peeking? We're like, Yikes. Yeah, I got to say, guys, I apologize for the last couple episodes. The audio quality was not great. Um, yeah, I hated it. But, uh, no, it, it was kind of like I couldn't do anything to Were we fix clipping it. and stuff? Sort of, yeah. It was yeah. It was pretty badly compressed and everything. And it's all because I, I just decided that that day, we recorded like two episodes, and yeah. I decided that day not to have any headphones in. Oh, true. So, yeah, and even now, I'm still struggling to hear a whole lot. I just got these new headphones. Anyways, I'm yes. sorry, guys. We promise that we're a good podcast. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, well, Mitchell, how, how are you doing? I'm doing how's, great. How's your day? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell me, give me a little summary of your day. I woke up at 6.15. I stood up and I walked to my bathroom and brushed my teeth. (laughs) And then I made a bagel and I clocked in. You made a bagel? Yeah. From scratch. I toasted a bagel. Okay. (laughs) uh, Cinnamon swirl. And then I clocked in to work at 6.30 because I'm working from home right now. And Mm -hmm. then I worked until... 225 and then I went and helped my dad move some stuff off of his porch and into their basement and then I left there and came here and I um I grabbed a little personal pizza from a Huck's Godfather's pizza. thing so I could eat while I drove like an irresponsible driver <laughs> cuz I was hungry and now I'm here and we're going to we're going to talk about Wait, no well yes we're going to talk uh, about something gorillas but first a word from our sponsors not oh, yeah. really. Uh, um, so we, we got a uh, review. We got some hate comments. And <laughs> we're going to rebuttal and talk about them for two hours. Yeah, we're going to just uh, put the spotlight on all our haters and dox <laughs> them all and tell everyone, <laughs> tell everyone to hate on them. Get your notepads ready. We got some hot social security <laughs> numbers for you. No, but um, we got a review on our on uh, Apple Podcasts, and we've, we've mentioned this. Every episode that if uh, you, I mean, a review, a rating and review really helps us out on uh, Apple Podcasts. It helps with the algorithm, helps get our podcast more noticed. So anyone who leaves a review, we will read it on our show and give you a shout out. So, we got one. <laughs> Whoa. Finally. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our second review. We've ha- we have three ratings, and uh, but we only have two written reviews. And this one is, f- excuse me, this one is from 
Nick G327. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, without a doubt, this is our good friend, Nick Gundy, who supports the show. He's a, a lovely soul. Yes, very lovely soul. Fellow soul. Last Airbender fanatic. Yes, um, for sure. Which is... Just a quick throwback to the last one. I saw your Instagram of you watching more of the show again. Yeah. I'm really glad that you are now hooked. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I You're love on it. that it's Avatar great. juice. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really glad that I watched it. And uh, it's now on Netflix now, so... Yeah, convenient the, timing yeah, for us. Yeah, the release of our episode was uh, great timing. Coincidental. So uh, if you happen to be going through... Binging Avatar The Last Airbender encourage you to go back to the epi- our last episode about that. Yeah. Speaking of previous episodes, Nick G327 writes, Great talks. Five stars. The discussion about BBC's Robin Hood gave me a spark of interest to give it a watch in the future, thanks to their honest input on some aspects of the show. I never knew how both of them were introduced to Mumford and Sons and better understand why it stuck with Mitch and Clifford. I never call you Mitch. I always call you Mitchell. So yeah, true. Weird. For so many years, along with how it expanded their own music horizons to who they are today. It's a very good Five review. stars. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I saw him on Twitter. He was like, I can't remember what he was replying to, but someone like mentioned like a show and he was like, Oh, once I finish Robin Hood, I'll check that out. And I was like, Oh, you must be watching Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Yeah, he uh, he messaged me personally. That's and cool. Was like, I'm gonna start watching it. Like, cool. Yay. Um so yeah, we also had an episode on BBC's Robin Hood, which was a favorite show of mine growing up. And uh, he also referenced our Mumford and Sons episode. Sorry if it seems like I'm eating, I'm eating almonds because I'm hungry. Um, we had a Mumford and Sons episode, which is still our most listened to episode. Huh. So, yeah. Thanks, Nick. And thanks to everyone who um, keep listening to this show and uh, keep supporting us. And, uh, oh, yeah. And the Avatar episode is at 52 plays, which that's um, it's pretty that's the best our show has done in like a few months. It's our most listened to episode this year Dude, so we're so famous <laughs> oh my god so sick. at 52 plays yeah. there's so many plays i just like start getting really cocky and i'm like don't look at me poor person <laughs> <laughs> do you know who i am i'm i'm mitchell t owens of podwood forecast <laughs> fame and sherwood forest and Tiger Club. And, <laughs> and Old Friend Fox. Old Friend Fox, yes, of course. And I've been played on the internet radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some <laughs> random dude with a show in the UK played me, so I'm famous and international now. Yeah. Yep. So famous. <laughs> so yeah. Uh if you guys again, if you guys wanna get get a shout out on the show, please leave a rating and review. I know you guys are out there. We've got some friends out there. So, friends, hey, give us support. I mean, it's not like we're asking you for $5 on Twitch or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like those girls on Twitch. But Hey, um, XSamurai42, thanks for the 500 bits. <laughs> we got a new subscriber, Hatsunemiko59, thanks you know, for the sub. Those, there's those girls that are, like, shaming people on twitch for not subbing to them yeah i hate that yeah drew gooden just made a whole video about if you that. can afford food you can afford to give me five dollars 
It's just five dollars. <laughs> oh so come on, guys. It's so, just a review. That's the Give worst us one. video I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, I don't think that there's anything. Oh, yeah, another thing. So if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, I put episodes out on my YouTube channel, I'm Clifford Today, and I've, I've given it a new look on the last episode. So uh, you guys should definitely check it out because yeah. it's pretty neat. Just kind of gave it more style, you know. It's pretty hot. Yeah. It's, it's just a picture of, like, my nose in, hy- <laughs> in hyper detail. <laughs> That's what this episode is going to be now. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it's going to be. That's <laughs> so disgusting. Look at all those pores. Wow. Look at those hairs. <laughs> oh, he gosh. really needs a trim there. I trimmed my nose. T- I trimmed my nose hairs yesterday, so I'm good. Nice. I, I need to trim more. broke the button more. off my shirt. No, don't do that. Dang it. That's two down. All right. Well, <laughs> just throw it in your drums. Oh. Get out of my house. No. <laughs> my apartment. Okay. So we're today, of course, we are talking about the monkeys. The girls. Actually, no. That's a different. That's a totally different <laughs> yeah, band. That's actually a band. <laughs> <laughs> Gorillas. Yeah. Spell with a Z. Um, For those who don't know. I just, <laughs> I just like shook my head. In case you haven't heard of Super for the, Group, for literally the gorillas. one person who doesn't know, they are like, um, I guess you could say indie pop, rap, indie well, I rock. Mean, how, They're kind of everything. Really describe them. They're I like to I like the term trip hop, but yeah. um, let's just say alternative. Yeah, alternative. Uh, there are elements of hip hop, rock, and pop enveloped, and. Yeah, and started by um, Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett. Damon Albarn of Blur. Um, you've probably heard stuff by Blur. You know, the, yeah, that song. When I feel heavy, my Song two. Um, Blur is great. I I've actually been diving into Blur a lot too, and mm-hmm. I I love Blur. So many great albums, but um, yeah, Gorillas so. is like so so different from them. At least um. Anything after the debut. The debut Gorillaz is pretty similar to some Blur stuff, but um, yeah. it's I like Damon Albarn's work a lot just overall. Um, I haven't listened to much of his solo stuff, but like The Good, The Bad, and The Queen, I think, is great. Their last album, Maryland, was like really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blur is great. Like, yeah, and for the, those of you who don't really know and like haven't dived deep into the concept of Gorillaz, mm-hmm. Gorillaz is what people call a virtual band. Uh, yes, they are all is like four band members, all created by Jamie Hewlett. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, all their music videos are like animated and such. Yeah. They're they're a fictional band, yeah. But all of it, all the music is written and mostly performed by Damon Albarn, yeah. Which he, uh, you know, he does the lead vocals and uh, writes all the songs. But it's also, you know, there'll be collaborations as yeah. well. So you've got, you got 2D, Murdoch, Noodle, and Russ. It's Russ, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I had a brain <laughs> fart right there. Um, and they're all like cartoon characters, even though there's some music videos of them being in like 3D CGI. Yeah, so, so people will be like, oh, I love 2D's vocals. But I mean, yeah. obviously they're talking <laughs> about Damon Albarn, but it just, it's like the aesthetic, it's the thing of the band. It's fun to have like these fictional characters. It's be like, like, oh yeah, they're a band, but yeah. I mean, they're not, but it's just. It's like the modern equivalent of Alvin and the Chipmunks, basically. Yeah. 
Kind of. Yeah. They don't have their own show. But yeah, because Alvin and the Chipmunks, they also release their own music, but yeah. they're a fake group. They're not It's real. like music by but real people. But there are people, people behind them that yeah. creates the music. Yeah, music obviously by real artists, but just with the front of it's made by this band that that obviously doesn't actually exist because it's yeah. a car- it's cartoon. Yeah, basically. but it's also it's it's really fun that whole aspect because there's all there's also some like lore behind it all. There's yeah. like an ongoing story with the band, you know, and mm-hmm. so that's always interesting to to dive deep in. Which we I don't intend on you know diving into that with this episode. Yeah, We're mostly talking about the music like and everything. That's honestly like the thing I pay attention to the least. Like it's interesting, but honestly, like. Um, I can listen to a, a lot of my experience with gorillas is just listening. Like I, obviously I like mm-hmm. the music videos and I think that's super fun, but, um, I just like listen to them. Um, yeah. a lot of people kind of, I've heard the argument of like, well, they probably wouldn't be that interesting if it was just like a Damon Albarn project. And like maybe the appeal wouldn't have gotten people interested, but just as music, even without the context, yeah, I still think it's just really good music, even if it was just yeah, like it's great. a band, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that know Feel Good Inc. without really even knowing yeah. who the band is because they they're that just song like, oh, became it's a, really popular. That song that De La Soul is in, you know? Feel good. I think it's De La Soul. that song, right? Feel good. Is, it De, is De La Soul the one on that song? Yeah. Yeah, it's De La um, Soul. Yeah. Not I was going to say, yeah. The funky homo sapien, whatever yeah, his name is. He's, um, That's on Clint Eastwood. He's on the debut album a couple times. Yeah. Rock the House. Yeah. But, I mean, I will say the, like, the whole lore behind it all definitely was something that got me more interested yeah, in them. But the music is definitely kind of the the main thing. Yeah. And not to say like I don't care about the that aspect of it, because like when I listen to it, I'm like I'm picturing these fictional characters. Yeah. You know, like I'm picturing that. Yeah. Um, and you get and, invested into it. Yeah. And it helps with like the feel and the aesthetic and you just kinda get into that headspace. But I just like to acknowledge like, hey, this would be really good even Without that, still just really yeah. good tracks. But yeah, the, I like that. The aesthetic is kind of uh, has a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very heavy on presentation. Presentation is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, like they always they're always releasing artwork and music videos are a thing you get really excited for and whatnot and and all that. So yeah, it's just a really unique concept that I don't think has been done like. Not to that extent. At, yeah, no. it's been kind of done like by other people, but never like to a successful degree. Yeah. I feel like like Gorillas is like you could say they're like they are like mainstream popularity essentially or at least they used to be maybe not yeah, so they, much. Yeah, they're definitely not as popular as they used to be. But it's they still were one more of those in the things. spotlight back in the day. Yeah. But that's cuz like the music has the mainstream music has changed a whole lot yeah. and but, like, uh, hasn't been kind knows. to Gorillas. Yeah. It's but true. they're still they're still very popular and got a huge following. I did um, hear um, one of their new songs on the radio the other day actually. Oh, really? And I was like, "Oh, cool." Like it was super Just like awesome. on regular radio? Yeah. yeah, it was really it was surprising. Like top 40 radio? It was um I'm trying to think what station it was. Maybe it wasn't top 40. It was um maybe alternative radio. It was 103.3. Um, but oh. they play like top oh. 40 stuff. Yeah. But it came on like right after some like Doja Cat song or something. Interesting. So I was like, oh, cool. Um, what song was it? It was uh, the first single, Momentary Bliss. Oh, nice. Which we'll get into those later. Yes. But we're just kind of going to go from the start. But yeah, I love Gorillaz. Um, I would consider them one of my favorite bands. I think their yeah. music is super cool. Um, obviously, there's lows and highs, but um, 
I, I love their music and their style and aesthetic and just such an interesting mix of sounds. I really have an affinity for bands and artists that mix genres mm-hmm. successfully. And I like that I can't really pinpoint like a specific genre besides alternative with gorillas because they've done rock, they've done punk, rap, synth yeah. pop, you know, just blah blah blah. All and these they genres. still they still make it their own. Yeah. And uh they've developed a unique style that is hard to replicate. Yeah. You know, I don't really know many artists that like there are certain songs where I can be like, oh, this song kind of sounds kind of has like these elements from this artist or whatever. Yeah. But overall, you can't really say you can't really list any bands that are like that that sound like gorillas. It's true. Yeah. And like if I do hear something similar, I always am like, oh, they must like gorillas. Like I always assume like people are inspired from them rather than them, uh, which they have their inspirations, of course, but they just seem very like, um, I guess what's the word influential, you Mm -hmm. know, on people and you just like, especially with production and instrumentation, it's just such a specific style. When I hear it, it just, I know that. So that's, um, which we'll get into it later, but maybe with some of like their later stuff, it's like, kind of why I wasn't into some stuff because production wise and stuff, it just didn't something about the feel of it just didn't yeah. feel gorillas. And it's like, they have a very specific thing about their music where you just hear it and you're like, yeah, that's gorillas yeah. because of the production choices and the weird mix of things and stuff. And, um, just really creative. And yeah, I, I really love even when they make stuff I may not love, I, I like that they're always trying something. You yeah. Know? And that's what I appreciate because when a new song or album comes out, you don't know what it's going to be. Right. And that's what's exciting. Like, especially with the new singles, like every single's been different. It's like, oh, this one's this. So what's the next one going to be like? And that's right. the exciting <laughs> thing right now is it's like, oh, what's the next song going to sound like? It's not yeah. just, all right, another rock song, another rock song, you know, which I love rock albums. So it's not me dissing rock albums. My f- favorite albums of all time are rock albums, but it, it's nice to have something that's You're like, in a um, rock band. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's nice to have something that's unpredictable. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. You can definitely say that gorillas is a musical project that means a lot to the both of us. Yeah. we, we definitely bonded over gorillas, like in the early days of our friendship, which yeah. I was actually just getting into them oh, at really? the time. Yeah, I had always kind of been into them. Um, I, I loved their debut ever since I was like, since it came out, basically, because mm-hmm. my I remember my friend Nick um, had it and uh, he had the CD, and I remember seeing the album art of like these cartoon characters, and I was like, "What's this?" <laughs> I just thought it was like some like weird. I didn't know if it was from a show or something. I was, I've just, I'd never really seen like a band have like characters for a thing. Yeah. So it instantly drew me to that. And that was the point of it. So it worked, but I listened to it and I was like, this is cool. And I liked that album. And obviously I knew feel good Inc. And, um, like rock the house was one I listened to a lot back in the day. Um, but I loved that record. And, um, then, you know, demon days and stuff started coming out. I was like, Oh, it's that one band. And like, I didn't really like, listen to them a ton through like until maybe a bit after plastic beach came out. And then I went and revisited and that's when I kind of really got into them was probably like early high school when I was like 15. Yeah. Um, but I always knew about them since their first album. Cause, cause of my friend who had the debut CD. Um, yeah. So yeah. See, I, I didn't really get into them until like after high school, mm-hmm. but I remember seeing them like around yeah. like 
seen their album covers and you know the cartoon characters because they're just like iconic at this point yeah um and i think the first time i ever really heard them was in this movie called uh alex rider stormbreaker is this oh. like um young adult teenager british spy movie oh i think you mentioned this once yeah and they had feel good ink yeah during one of the scenes I think and I've actually seen that clip on YouTube of that. Probably. It was like during a training sequence or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I have seen that. Yeah. It was an interesting movie. I haven't seen it in ages, but uh, but yeah, that was like my first introduction to them. And then I started watching like all their music videos and such. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's get into... So we're going to go into them like like previous episodes um try to go into um like album by album. Yeah, we'll just At go in order to talk about like... We'll just go in order chronologically. I'd say let's just focus on their their main releases, I guess. Bless yeah, you. like we don't need to worry about the Leica Come Home right, album, yeah. like the collab thing. Yeah, and we don't even Just really... like their main phases. I do want to touch on D-Sides a little bit. Though. We can touch on D-Sides. I don't really have a whole lot to say about yeah. it personally. but um, I don't either, but I, I do want to bring it up because yeah. I have things to say. Yeah. <laughs> Good I have things to say. I like love it. I'm probably I probably like it to a controversial degree, honestly. But we'll mm. get to that. I like it too much. Yeah, probably. <laughs> honestly. All but, right. Yeah. Let's talk about ST self-titled. Gorillas. Gorillas by Gorillas. gorillas. Um, Yeah. So this was, um, I still have trouble ranking like which album is my favorite. For the longest time, I said their self-titled was my favorite just because that was the one I was familiar with for so much of my life and it's Mm -hmm. nostalgic and stuff. But honestly, don't know. I'm not really going to focus on trying to rank the albums in this episode because i know in like a month i'll look back well i definitely have my favorite yeah i I have trouble deciding which one's my favorite yeah like to a point where a week later i'll hear this and be like no i don't really agree anymore so i'm not really (laughs) going to focus on which one's my favorite but for the longest time i did consider self-titled my favorite yeah which granted i mean it's got some amazing fantastic songs yeah i just really like um this is going to sound purist, but I really love gorillas with a lot of organic instrumentation. And the self-titled was really focused on like guitars and drums and stuff. Yeah. Um, and obviously I, I, that's not like my favorite thing, but I still love when they do that because there was like a while where they didn't have any of that at all. And I was like, I like a blend of both like plastic beach and demon days. Yeah. That's something thing where that, it's like a perfect blend of that's something that everything. they're so good at. It's like one song has a drum machine. One song uses a real drum kit. Like, yeah. It's know. like a perfect implementation of authentic, uh, not authentic, but like, um, organic, organic instruments. Yeah. And, and you know, like pop, like synth and drum machines and all that. And yeah. it's uh it's something that is kinda I feel like is kinda lost today uh-huh. with like popular music. It's just like not everything has to be electronic. Yeah. You can have both. Which and I, I know it's a it's a product of its time. Yeah. You know, but in terms of because 
not everything was electronic back then. Yeah. Some people were still using organic instrumentation. I just love like real drums and drummers and stuff, but yeah. I, there's some of my favorite songs by them. Like don't use like real drums. So it's not like I only want real, but I like when there's a balance of both. And I have kind of gotten to the point where I, I don't think the first one is my favorite for sure. Just because I, I still love it. Um, but there are a couple songs where I'm like, I could like probably skip or maybe go. I love it, but maybe yeah. it goes on a bit too long, but it's not as uh, versatile or, you know, it doesn't change itself up. It's pretty like a similar sound throughout the album, mm-hmm. not for the whole album, of course, because that was actually a complaint people had with it when it came out was they heard um, Clint Eastwood and Rock the House. I think those were the singles or something. Yeah. And then the album came out and they were like, what's this indie rock crap? <laughs> we want we just want the Clint Eastwood type stuff so that. It kind of was yeah. like a complaint where people are like, oh, this is too different. But listening to it in context now, having all their other albums, it is like a pretty similar style throughout the album. Yeah. Uh, but like, but um, there are those tracks that get pretty experimental. And I can't say that all those are my favorite. It it really depends. Yeah. Like, um, like Latin Simone is great, but it's not one I, I ever like listen to. Really, yeah. um, I still like it a lot though. Um, M1, I love, I love M1A1, soundtrack. I like a lot, but I yeah. hate how long the intro is. <laughs> like, I, I skip. It's very anxiety-inducing. Yeah, too. it's like cool, like listening Hello! through it. But I love the rest of the song. But when I get to it, if I just want to listen to it, I just skip the intro like most of the time. Yeah. Um, and like double bass is cool, but it's just like an instrumental, and I'm not usually not crazy for just like instrumentals. So. That is uh, one of. One of my more favorites out of the yeah. more like instrumental. That's my that's my ones. favorite instrumental track from Gorillaz. That's the one that's like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how cool. I like how the bass is. It's like almost kind of out of tune. You can hear it like rattling and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah it's, like, it's sloppy in like an intentional way. Um, yeah. There's really not like any song on this album I dislike though. Like I really love it and i think that's why i still like struggle to think like is it my favorite i don't know and that's why i don't really worry about it i think there um, are songs like starshine and dracula that i'm not necessarily i actually necessarily really love, a fan of i actually really like starshine but i get why people don't because his voice is really grainy and like ah, yeah. on it. but i like starshine a lot but soundcheck like, gravity is great soundcheck is great man um, researcher researcher man research in parentheses, Clapper is like pretty cool, but it's not one I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of New Genius. Um, but yeah, there's like a couple where I'm like, these are good. Maybe it drags on a bit, but m- almost every song on this record I really like. There's not one I would say I dislike. I just really don't like the drawn out intro of M1A1 because mm-hmm. it's hello like 20 times. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's it. still kind of interesting though. It is cool. Uh, you got that like. Going on in the background. I do like that aspect. I just, I think it's just the hello, like it gets really repetitive. Yeah. He screams it like 20 times. But other than that, I like the music behind it um, and whatnot. But yeah, I'm not very, I'm not a very patient listener sometimes. (laughs) I'm just like, I want to hear the song. (laughs) Yeah.
By the way, me and Mitchell and I totally don't have our Spotify's open. Yeah. Like looking through all the tracks. Yeah, I like have to remember some of the song names sometimes because I'm a yeah. fake fan. Yeah, but I'm you know I'm not ashamed to say I I think I'm I'm usually more of like the big hits kind of a guy. Like I do appreciate a lot of the other stuff and yeah. I respect it. It's just I have to be in a certain mood sometimes. But like I definitely love like Clint Eastwood. I think is amazing. Yeah, and I love the vibes of songs like. Uh, Tomorrow Comes Today. Yeah, that's an amazing um, one. I covered that a few years ago. It's one of my favorites. I just I like the grooviness, but also like the somberness yeah, of it. And there's a really another great, song, I forget which one it is. Love the drum beat on it. It might be I might be thinking about gravity, but just kinda they're just kinda groovy but like kinda sad too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I like about this album. It's like it's somber, but without being boring. Yeah, you know, it's a very specific mood of a record. Um, and five four is like top five Gorilla songs for me. Oh yes, easily. Like, yeah, I, I love, love that song. Not job for me. Not job make no sound. Five four. The song actually isn't really in five four. Uh, it's the like guitar you can, part. Yeah, is. the guitar. You, if but you're the like, drums are consistent. Like boom, cat. Yeah, boom, cat. It's really cool because like if you're counting the time at the beginning, you can be like, oh, it isn't five four. But then yeah. the drums come in. You're like, wait, no, it's not. Yeah, I think it's cool. I love when they they don't do it a lot, but I like when Gorillaz does weird time signatures. Stuff. Yeah, it's like the it's like the guitar the instrumentation is on its own. You know, time signature. Yeah. While the actual song is on is in four four. Yeah, I, I love stuff like that. It's so cool, and the song is just like super catchy and memorable, and the guitar she part. Turn my dad on. Yeah, it's just so good. And there's a fan animation for it recently. Oh yeah, it just off the story just came out. Yeah, it's um, really good. So there there was supposed to be an official music video for it. They never finished it, but they did release a video with, like, the storyboarding. So some fans got together recently and, like, based the whole video off of the storyboard. Yeah. And basically made it as if, like, it was made yeah, it back looks in 2001. Official. It looks like it would have come out during that time. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, the last thing I'll mention for this album is obviously 19-2000 is a classic. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, a, that's such a catchy, like, um, melody. That might have been the first song I heard from them, actually. Yeah. Because uh, I think my friend showed me that music video. And because that, boom, 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 like, yeah. that was so off key, I don't care. But <laughs> that, that, <laughs> mel- that <laughs> melody <laughs> is like. <laughs> <laughs> that melody is like stupidly nostalgic for me every time I hear it. Yeah. So I just go back to like hanging out with my friend and listening to it for the first time. Is it safe to assume that because on a uh, five four I can hear some female vocals on there? 
And just on this album, anytime I hear it, I always assume that it's Noodle. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because it, it kind of sounds like a younger girl in a way. And mm-hmm. she was supposed to be like a younger character at the time too, so. Yeah. Especially in 19, 2000, like, has that like kind of childish sound. Well, in the video, it is her singing. So yeah. Just kind of like how in... I always assume that too, yeah. Just how in, like in Dare, like because of the music video, you know it's supposed to be her. Yeah. But and that doesn't mean that every female vocalist has to be Noodle. But. And one other thing uh, I want to say about this album uh, is Del the Funky Homo Sapien is my favorite rapper. And it's because of this album, but I also love, I love a lot of his solo stuff. And even like his last record that came out like a year ago or something I like. I, I just love his his voice is so perfect for gorillas. Yeah. Like so perfect. And whenever I hear him, like he is like the rapper for gorillas, in my yeah. opinion. And I there's a lot They need to bring him of, back. Yeah, I really want to hear him on another track. Um and I love a lot of the other guests they've had, like MF Doom on November Has Come, and they they've had so many great um rappers featured on their music and yeah. some of those are like my favorite songs um but but he kind of set the standard basically because yeah, he, he was like he the just first fit one. their style so perfectly and yeah whenever i think of like he he just felt like a member you know yeah like he was that animated ghost character person i mean yeah because like he's like the main uh focus of clint eastwood which is one of their biggest yeah. songs ever and um, and he just like basically was just a him like for rock the house too. Yeah. Remember what the thought is. I brought all this so you could survive when law is lawless. Feeling sensations that you thought was dead. No squealing. Remember that it's all in your head. Hey, it happened. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless. Not for long. The future is. So, yeah, I just, I love him. He he exudes Gorilla's energy with his voice. For Like, I just think of Gorilla's every time I hear him. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's self-titled. Great, great album. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's not all the way consistent for me, but it's, it's set... It set something in motion, and I Whoops. really enjoy that. Stop playing the <laughs> song. I'll edit it in if I want to play it. <laughs> I went to I went to their albums, and for some reason, Feel Gooding started playing. Okay, well, we'll get back. To, we'll get. We'll move on to the next album right after we got to take a break. So um, sit tight and just uh, listen to a few commercials. Okay, it won't hurt you. So just chill. All right. Gosh. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> I like how I'm starting an argument that just hit real. hit the fast forward button a few times. Okay, bye.
It's not recording. All right, it's recording. It's recording now. <laughs> Welcome back. Sorry, was, the struggle was real for a second. Man. All right. So the year is 2005, four years after self-titled was released. We get Demon Days. and um, Everyone hates it. <laughs> and then Gorillaz. Yeah, it's it. a pretty infamous album. No one likes it. <laughs> yeah, it's their worst. No, I actually um, this this is my favorite album. Yeah, I've been um, I've been really debating on if I like this or Plastic Beach more, and I honestly can't. Plastic really Beach decide. comes really close. Yeah, there's just some tracks in Plastic Beach I don't that I just don't really like, honestly. Yeah, and there there's like a couple songs on both that I'm like, I I don't dislike any, but I don't know. It's pro- there are, it's are probably like one or two songs on here that I could do without, but I don't hate them. Yeah. Otherwise, I like love all the other songs. On That's how I feel. Whereas like a couple songs where I'm like, this is like pretty good, but I love everything else. And then I think Plastic Beach has like higher highs, but maybe like a little bit lower lows. So it kind of yeah. like uh, that's why I like can't rank them because I'm just like I can't decide because. They're all just great, but yeah, Demon Days is like fantastic. I'll I, I could probably safely just say it's my favorite. Um, but it's so good. Yeah. I love the the production of it. I like how I like how self titled is is kind of quirky and crazy with uh, its instrumentation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Demon Days has like the more consistent production quality. It's, it's like the epitome of gorillas's sound like it blend, yeah. it blends everything that made for, gorillas gorillas for a, yeah for a lot of people like this is the quintessential gorillas album yeah. and i think with great merit and i i agree with them honestly yeah. like when i listen to this in plastic beach those are like the two albums where i'm like this is gorillas like yeah. this is what gorillas sounds like yeah and a lot of it having to do with the popularity of Feel Good Inc., yeah. uh, which was the leading single off that album. I I know it's, like, overplayed, and it's, like, the song that it's everyone still good. knows. Yeah. yeah, I listened to it. I'm like, this is fantastic. It's still really good, and it was popular for a reason. Anyone who, like, says it's bad just because it was popular. There's haters. Just hipsters, <laughs> and they don't want to like things that are popular. They <laughs> yeah. want to feel cool and be like, oh, oh, White Light is so underrated. You know, well, so. White Light is great. feel good ink because it um it's kind of even though i said before like this album is consistent with its production and such i i love the di- di- wow <laughs> oh my god i like had a stroke there i love the diversity of it and yet it all sounds like so cohesive because yeah. like you go from like this like one of the most iconic bass lines ever mm-hmm. and like this um this hard rap versus 
and then it like switches to like this acoustic guitar kind of yeah it's you know, it melody you know the, it's it's not my favorite gorilla song but it's the gorillas song you know like it's it yeah. has everything in it that kind of identifies gorillas you know it has you know 2d's like kind of style uh, it has you know that talk singing <laughs> yeah as the ac- acoustic guitar kind of like back. refrain and then it has you know the rapper um has de la soul featuring um and just the mix of styles it, it's everything that makes gorillas like gorillas in one song yeah. i feel like um, you can't hate the song. I don't know yeah. who can. <laughs> I worded um, all of that really poorly, but you know what I mean. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're but, you're forgiven, but I don't know. I I don't know if Feel Good Inc. is my favorite, but it's definitely top five. Yeah, uh, I, don't I don't even know if it's top five for me. I really love it, obviously. Um, it's not, I wouldn't say it was like, I probably wouldn't even put it in like my top 10 songs from them but i still love it but that's because they have so many songs i like love yeah so but yeah even without feel good inc there's so many great songs in here el manana is great i yeah. love it's um i mean you know it's not like a bop or anything it's the but... perfect follow-up to a song like feel good inc because yeah. it comes right after yeah yeah chronologically it's very like music video moody and, and then noodle almost dies but yeah, it's it's yeah, I love the atmosphere of it, and I love. Last Living Souls, Kids with Guns. Yeah, um, Kids with Guns is one, probably one of my favorites. Um, I'm Dare. So, Dare. Dare is one of my all-time favorite songs. I like them. Dare a lot, but I, I don't... Why is it... Stop it. It's just like playing stuff randomly. <laughs> um, yeah, Dare I really love, but I I honestly like the D-Sides version more, which is People. People. Everybody People. I like alternate version. I like people, but I like. I just I don't know why I, d- I it's, don't. It's love missing Dare. the the melody that I love of Dare. Yeah. Of, um, yeah, and people's just kind of like people. People. Yeah, I don't know why I like that more. People. It's a very controversial opinion to have because Dare is one of their most popular. Yeah, songs. I don't know if I want to continue this. Podcast <laughs> yeah. with you. I mean, I, I still love it. Obviously, I don't uh, think there's anything about it that's mediocre. But it's just not one I ever like throw on. It's just so fun them. and strange. Yeah. At the same time. Fun fact for you guys, uh, I forget the name of the guy who is doing the never did know, huh? Oh, yeah. never. I don't remember his name it off the top did. of my hand. Sean Ryder. <laughs> Head. Wow, I can't talk. Um, 
But the original title for this song and the original lyrics for it was "It's There." Yeah. <laughs> but this, this I don't remember where he's from, but his accent made it so that it sounded like he was saying "Dare." Yeah. And so, like, it's Dare. And he's so they they dare. changed the song they just title it dare. To, to "Dare." Which is why, like, I think it's so so funny funny to me when you watch, there's like a live version of it, of the same guy singing it. And it sounds, it sounds even worse because I think it's because he's trying to say dare. Because now he's saying dare. (laughs) (laughs) This dare. Yeah. So, oh man, those live performances are so bad. When he's on stage with the female vocalist that did the song and she's just like, what am I doing with this guy? It's like, it is dare. It's like. He's got a sucker in his mouth too. He's so, he's so weird. I think he has a sucker in his mouth, doesn't he? I, I don't. That guy is so weird because I I still to this day haven't seen him in anything else but that song. Yeah, it's so funny. Where where did he come from? But that's why like girls they have like they feature like artists that you don't really know about. Yeah, (laughs) and I think that's cool, and they integrate them really well. Yeah, like I I don't even know that dude. Horrible live performance, but they they made him work so well for that song. Yeah, like perfect. They literally changed. He's perfect for that song. Yeah, and. (laughs) I love Dare, and I'm a huge, like, noodle stan, so it probably has a big reason to do with it, but um, Noodle like- is the, the guitarist and the singer of this song, which the lore says that she, like, so People was the original, and, like, according to lore, she, like, she deleted the original, yeah. like, vocals and recorded over it. Yeah, which is really it's, it's funny. so funny. I like that they... That's that's another fun aspect of the band is like maybe just in real life they're like oh let's do a different version and then they'll turn it they'll have a B side and be like oh well the characters did this <laughs> and then someone changed it and blah 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 so it's kind of funny I like yeah that. another one of my favorites which I actually I don't remember really loving at first uh, but November has come is great slow it down some no split clown bum your gold hit sound dumb hold it now crown them where you found them at got around town could have drowned in it would have floated bloated voted sugar coated loaded hip shooter draw for the poor free coffee at the banks hit through the straw none more for me thanks that blanks the roar that dank short stank lit that's um I don't know if this is a hot take but November has come is actually my favorite gorilla song oh okay Just overall that's your number one I don't really know why it's huh. one of their more, most simple songs but there's something about it that i just i love i really like mf doom first of all i think his flow and the way like the way he makes words meld together on that song are just like yeah i'd say crazy probably one of my favorite like raps yeah Uh, besides from uh dell he um mf doom is like my favorite uh, well the thing about dell is like i love it but uh i love his uh, like clint eastwood and rock the house uh but there's better songs it feels it, it feels kind of like old school yeah hip-hop. totally and, and Del- mf doom's take on november has come feels a little bit more modern yeah. and dell's new stuff is still pretty old school sounding so this is how he is for yeah. sure but um yeah november has come is so good i love the little guitar lick in it the drum beat it's just it's such a simply made song but i just yeah. love it and uh, obviously uh, the verses by 2d on those are so good too it's just it, aside from feel good ink that's kind of like uh, a girl 
most gorillas like gorillas song like it yeah. blends everything i love about gorillas um but it's a more like toned down version like it's more chill but it's still like hype at the same time right yeah i, I love it it's it's one of the songs i always turn on if i'm thinking of gorillas. Today. where did he go why you wanted to be Yeah, another another favorite of mine is "Every Planet We Reach Is Dead." That's probably in my top five or ten too. Yeah, that's I, the thing about this album is a lot of like my top ten songs probably come from this album. Top fifteen, like so a lot it of is my your favorite, favorite album. <laughs> probably, I mean, but then there's like favorites. My, but then there's other favorites that I like a lot more than those favorites from like Plastic Beach or something. So it, it all yeah. balances out. But I, I would probably say I wouldn't be if. I'm not going to try and do this right now, but I would guess that at least a like 20% of like my top 10, 10, 15, whatever list would be from this album. Yeah. Sorry guys. Mitchell loves his lists. I do. So. <laughs> I, I hate it. But his top tens. He would, he, you should work with watch mojo. <laughs> God, no, <laughs> you'd make those, the best lists. Those are insulting um, to but, my, list, <laughs> my list. But uh, every planet re reaches dead. It, I feel like it's like a unique track on this album because so it's very like kind of bluesy yeah. sort of with its groove. It's like a rock song, but it's, it's like bow down, bow down, bow down. Yeah, the, it's and, like then, a, and then it builds up as it, as it goes on. Yeah. The guitar in that song, I, I think they're using a wall pedal or something is super cool. And I, I absolutely, <clears throat> excuse me. I absolutely adore like the instrumentation, like the breakdown near the end when the piano comes in. Yeah, I love the piano. And it's just man. like, and it goes on for a long time, but I like it. It's this great. One it's a examples. great climax. Yeah, it's like, and going you know, I'm crazy a sucker for those those climactic songs. You know, the songs that just kind of like build up yeah. until the end, and then it kind of go, fades back down again. It's just a nicely weird structured song. And yeah, I love the title too. It's just a cool title for a yeah. song, and uh, that's one of my favorites easily. Yeah, that song is. Perfect. Yeah, another one of my favorites. I mean, it's one of the more popular ones, but Dirty Harry. Uh, yeah, Dirty Harry is really good. Dirty Harry is is great. I love the the uniqueness of the of the synths yeah. that are used in it. And I mean lyrically it's a simple song until the, the rap solo yeah. comes in. Which that also is one of my favorite rap solos. And the songs. kids' choir is really cool. Yeah. It's just it's so it's so cool. Yeah. And I love I love kids' choirs in songs. Yeah. <laughs> they sometimes add a sort of like creepy element to yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just a great song. I'll tell you the two songs that I kind of have problems with are... Um, yeah, I'm curious if I'm going to agree with you because I have a couple songs that I'm like not crazy for. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Oh Green World, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say the same, but 
at the same time, whenever I listen to it, I, I'm like, oh, I love a lot about this song. Uh, yeah, but it has some good elements, but I think my biggest problem is some of the sounds that are used. The what, 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 Yeah, we're, right. we're, we're, I was going to bring we're, that we're, up we're, because, we're, because you know, like old video games like Banjo Kazooie or something, when characters yeah. talk and they're like, what, 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 yeah. what, <laughs> that always makes me think of that. Yeah. Always. So every time I'm listening to that song, I'm like thinking of a video game character talking, <laughs> like from a platform. I can or see something. that. I always think of that. Yeah, and I've always thought from the first time I heard that song, I've always been like, "That sounds like a Banjo Kazooie person talking or something." <laughs> so now I'm not gonna like, be able to hear it. It's like I don't know. And it's the the like violin part. It's like yeah. But I love like the like when the guitar guitar comes in. It's like oh yeah. I just don't like those like connecting instrumentals a ton yeah it probably it's kind of it's weird it's weird bit. because i like the weird like like yeah would, another thing i would compare it to is like i'm picturing someone like cleaning a window or something like <laughs> i like the i think the sound is cool i just i never really liked how upfront it was in the mix i guess yeah i don't know that's just because i'm like i like this sound okay stop like i get like it just, <laughs> it just it's there a little too much <laughs> Yeah, it's just used a little too much yeah. for me. And the other song is I I'm so conflicted with this song is All Alone. All Alone. All Alone. All Alone. All Alone. Yeah, that one's like pretty okay too. I don't love it. I like it, but I, th- I think the really the only thing that that turns me off about it and the thing is is that it's like so consistent throughout the song is the uh the parts where it's like it has those like high-pitched vocals doing the all alone oh yeah it's, it's kind of annoying it's a very me. repetitive song yeah and i i don't mind most of it it's just that 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 one little i know it's just a personal preference but it's just that one little thing that kind of turns me off but i love how the song progresses yeah. and that one chick starts singing And the rap verse is fantastic. Yeah, so I'm I'm really conflicted about yeah. that song. I really I'll have always, to be in the mood for it. Yeah, like that's the thing about the songs I don't love that much. Like even like with Old Green World and this, like I'll still if I'm listening to the album, I'm not really gonna skip them. But it, if, yeah, if, if I want to listen to specific songs, I'm probably not gonna pick those. But yeah. if the album is just on and I'm listening to it, I'm not gonna be like, gotta skip that one. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean that's basically my only my only issues <laughs> my only plays issues, um, and I love how the the album closes out. I feel like "Don't Get Lost in Heaven" and "Demon Days" are like it's one song. together. It's basically one song. Yeah, they're and both the closers of it. It's the best closer for any of their albums too. I will say. Yeah, fantastic. I love choirs. Yes, so I, I absolutely love those last two songs. But they are—I consider them like one song, just separated. So I have to listen to both whenever I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a really, really good album overall. Um,
And also, I, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to forget fire coming out of the monkey's head. Yeah, that's uh, kind of like. I mean, I'm not like involved in gorillas communities, but I feel like people don't really talk about that song enough. I think it it's has because it's one almost of, like it's almost like it's not a song because yeah. like the verses are literally it's spoken just word. A, yeah, it's, it's a spoken a word. Once upon a time, at the foot of a great mountain. There was a town where the people known as happy folk lived. Their very existence a mystery to the rest of the Who world. Who was it doing the... I can't remember. Is it... I was about to say, like... I gotta look it up real quick. But it's basically this whole, like, kind of, like, fantasy story, fairy tale. And the choruses are, like, it's like a a really cool like folk song kind of sort of yeah I like the the part with the guitar where he's singing and it like kind of cuts out uh, yeah those are great falling out of airplanes and hiding out in holes waiting for the sunset to come people going home jump out from behind them and shoot them in the head now everybody dancing the dance of the dead the dance of the dead, the dance of the dead. And I love the the story and like the visuals I get from the story that the narrator is telling. It is yeah. um Oh yeah, I was so I was gonna say Dennis Hopper. And I was right. Oh. But I didn't. And okay. I, sh- I should have just said it because then I would have sounded smart. But I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Dennis Hopper. But yeah, it's, it's Dennis Hopper. Um, I love that song. I, I love the, the instrumental on this song. The bona, bona, like that yeah. weird bass. It's such a good beat. And, and the way he's talking is almost on rhythm with it. So I sometimes I will just throw it on like a song. Like yeah. It is a song I can just listen to. Even though it's just a guy talking over music, I still really love it because I love the instrumentation yeah. so much. Yeah, like so. what's going on behind him is, is really cool. I love the I love the synth work. Yeah, on it. The yeah, it's just, it's it's really really good. I love it. It's probably one of my favorites on the album too. I think it's like an underappreciated song in a way. Yeah, same. But um, it's all on a very uh, revered album and i mean it's demon days is honestly one of my top favorite albums of all time yeah most likely top 10 i'm pretty sure Mm. i just love it so much it's the quintessential gorillas album for me it's uh so masterfully produced yeah i don't know if damon alburn produced it himself i'm pretty sure he i'm sure he had help but he pretty much produces most of gorillas yeah himself so but it's, it's just much more contained I feel like, and I like that. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of great songs on here that I really love, and yeah, yeah. So just a cla- it's a Damon classic. Days. It, it's considered a classic at this point, which yeah. is kind of crazy. It's fifteen years old. That's crazy. Jeez, man, freaking weird. Two thousand five, I feel like was a really good year for music. For yeah. a lot of music that I liked. Just like early two thousands, like. 2005, six previous like 90s and stuff is like yeah. probably my favorite period of music, honestly. Yeah. A lot of my favorite albums and stuff come from that era or favorite artists at least started in that era. So, yeah. Yeah. So you um, wanted to talk a little bit about D sides. Yeah. I want to talk about D sides real quick because I feel like no one really d- talks about D sides. Um, mm-hmm. I I love D sides. There there was actually a period where I said I liked D sides more than Demon Days, 
but that's because I was listening to it a lot, and I listened to both back to back recently, and I like Demon Days more now, obviously, but as like mm. a B side, like haha D side, funny name, but it's huh. <laughs> it is it could work as like its own album if it wasn't B sides, and I was just listening through it, and it had like a different title. I would be like, I would just think it was another album from them. Like yeah. I really love the style of this album too. It's so, it's so different from demon days too, which is weird. A lot of the songs, it it feels like they constructed all the B sides to be its own thing. Well, like sometimes that's the point of B sides. Yeah. Like they didn't fit in, but it's weird how all the songs together ended up fitting with each other outside of this album. Hmm. So it almost seems like intentional, but it wasn't obviously because they were just songs that were included. I feel feel like that there are a lot of songs on here that could have fit on demon days. Yeah. Like I um, think spitting out the demons could have fit in because it it, it almost has that like kids. That's my favorite. That's in my sound. Yeah, I agree. That's in my top 10 songs from them. I love spitting out the demons. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's very simple. It's just, but there's an aspect to it that I love because I can just so perfectly like have fun and picture the band playing the song in my mind because it is just guitar, bass, drums, synth, and then singing. So you can just, it sounds like a little jam session with the band. Like they're just, (laughs) it sounds like they're just improving, having fun. And I can just like picture that. And I love the bass tone and, um, it's just such a simple... I, I notice I like a lot of their simple stuff when mm-hmm. it's done well, because, I don't know, it, it's a really, really good song, and I I really love People, Rocket, Bill Murray is really cool and weird. Um, the Swagga is actually really cool, too. I've, I've grown to love that one. Highway Under Construction has such a charming instrumentation. Um, 68, so it's an instrumental, but it's a really good instrumental. It mm-hmm. has, like, a weird... It makes me think of like, like an old video game for some reason. I don't know, like a skating game. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, we are happy. Landfill is a, probably another one of my favorite Gorilla songs in general. It has the weird like train whistle sound and has such a fun. Beat. Oh yeah. Really weird vocals, like scratchy, like. But yeah, I just I really love this album a lot um there's some like you know hong Kongington, hong kong you know murdoch is god those are all like fine stop the dams is pretty good so i don't like love everything on it but the songs that i love from this album are some of my favorites yeah so i i really like it i think it's a really unique style and it, i think it stands on its own in my in my opinion if i could make this like its own phase i would but obviously that's not the case because but just in my mind i i see it as an album from them, not just like a B sides. So, yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, it is a B sides probably technically it's not produced as well as demon days or anything. Yeah. See, that's, that's, and it doesn't have like any iconic songs from them. Yeah. The big hit from this album, I think was rocket. It was like the only one that had a music video. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's something about it. That's just so strange and weird from their other stuff, but still yeah. feels very much like them. Yeah. I think it's fine. Um, you mentioned the production. I feel like there's a lot of these songs just kind of feel unfinished. Yeah. Like it not has a very like, strong DIY vibe to it. And that's kind of the charm of it for me mm-hmm. is I kind of like that. It's, it just feels a little, a little different and it's not as well produced, but, and it's probably because a lot of these are, just like demos that yeah, they exactly. never really completely mastered or anything. Yeah, like the demo version of um 
uh, Don't Get Lost in Heaven is like yeah. a weird folky song and it's way different and weird, but yeah. it, it's just very bizarre. It's a very bizarre sounding album compared to Demon Days. And yeah. I think that's why I like it because it's so different and they bothered to kind of give it its own aesthetic and make yeah. like, they're like, oh, we have enough stuff. Let's just make another album out of it. <laughs> and I think that's cool. So I really love it. It's she probably good jams on there. There are like some people I have seen like this small sect of the girls community online where they're like, yeah, this is my favorite album from them actually. So I'm not alone in like loving it that much, but it's not like a popular opinion. But at this point I don't like it as much as plastic beach and demon days. Cause it's not as consistent, but it still has some of my favorite yeah. songs from them. So yeah, well, Okay. <laughs> I didn't know how yeah, to like, I was like, conclude oh, that <laughs> I like it But uh, okay so Plastic Beach Five years after Demon Days, and this is something that I kind of miss about Gorillas is just the the hype, you know? Yeah. Kinda like Rockstar and GTA, like you yeah, know. like they'd go away for a few years and they come back and it's like they're back. Yeah. So I kind of lost that now, but I I'm Thanks, glad humans. We'll, <laughs> we'll get back. Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> I'm glad that with the music, I'm happy with the music they're making now, and I feel yeah. like they're making up for their mistakes, but. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for those opinions. Yeah. But Plastic Beach is is also a fantastic yeah, album. Yeah, str- every time I listen to it, I'm like, it's my favorite. But then I listen to Demon Days, I'm like, no, I don't know. Um, I think there are a lot of songs that are like, there are a lot of songs on here that are like up to par with Demon Days songs. Yeah. It's just, for me, I feel like this album has just a few more skippables. Yeah, on here it has lower lows. Not even that many though, but it has higher high. And like November has come is my favorite, but all my favorites from this one I probably like more than my favorites from Demon Days. Yeah. So it, again, it's the whole balancing act. But this this album has some of their uh, most like creative choices. Like I think this for any of the Grills albums, it's their coolest intro to an album. Oh yeah. Um, like I love like the orchestra intro and then it has the thing with like Snoop Dogg and then it goes into white flag and white flag is so, so good. White flag is really, I feel good. like white flag is very underappreciated. Yeah. I'm going to say that a oh, lot, shit. but I, <laughs> so I don't hear people like gush about white flag that much, but it's so cool. I love the intro One of the, for it. Yeah. The cool or like, I love the implementation of an orchestra on this album. Survivor, I ain't lost and this ain't shipwrecked. I feel small in this big wide world. And mommy ain't said, honey, I shrunk the kids yet. I ain't Jesus, but I'm walking on water. And it's a concept album, too. Like, I love uh, the, the theme of, like, you know, 
electronics and that's why the style of this album is like that but then there's occasional blends of real organic instrumentation to go with like the theme of the songs and yeah in terms um, of like very intentional with every sound it uses yeah with the poppiness of this album does not is not bothersome in the least yeah no it's perfect Um, and i know like according to the lore the big reason why it's so poppy is because like russ and noodle technically aren't even present on this yeah, album they're because they're like lost uh, at sea or yeah. something I don't, I don't really remember <laughs> and yeah Russ is a huge giant yeah really, really. you'll a, just have to it was a really weird phase for like lore stuff yeah like it got really bizarre look it up on their wiki fans page whatever <laughs> but um even with like the absence of like real drums or guitar is there even any no there guitar? is there, there, okay. there's also real drums on occasion um but there are hints of guitar, like on Rhinestone Eyes, there's an acoustic guitar in the background the whole time. It's subtle, mm. but it's there. Um, and yeah. there's some other songs that have electric and there's like yeah. bass. So there's still like a great blend of organic it, instrumentation in there, but it's not up front. Yeah, and it doesn't suffer at all, yeah. I, I don't feel like. I mean, well, for a majority of the album. Yeah, it, it works to its advantage and fits the theme. And also like Empire Ants, like the first half of that song compared yeah. to the second half, it's like very like this is like organic oh this yeah is there, yeah there is yeah, guitar in there it's um yeah, yeah they, they blend it really really well yeah they're two of my favorite songs i feel like aren't aren't talked about a whole lot but i think my two f- top favorite songs on this album are actually rhinestone eyes and broken yeah, I Rhinest- love those songs. I love and those too. Broken is great. Rhinestone Eyes. Um, and I kind of only Empire. just recently realized how great Rhinestone Eyes yeah, it's, is. Yeah, it's always been like up there for. It's probably like my second favorite girl song. Yeah. Stone Eyes, my three favorites from this one, just off the top of my head, looking at it. Um, Empire Ants, uh, White Flag, and Rhinestone Eyes are like my three favorites from Empire this Empire Ants is so good. Oh, and um, I love Some Kind of Nature because Lou Reed is great. Some Kind of Nature is great. And, a... and Stylo. Stylo is like God tier. Um, <laughs> and I actually, Cloud of Unknowing is kind of... Uh, a hidden gem in my opinion oh yeah the atmosphere of it is so it's so like weird and mysterious and peaceful i I love much attention to i love and i never did either but um, upon re-listening to it just like with some good headphones i was like laying back and i was like this song is like really cool it's very (laughs) it puts me in such a like a mood with its atmosphere it's very spacey and like weird I, I, I've grown to like love that song. It's not like, oh, it's a banger, throw it on, but just in the context of the album, I, I love it. Yeah. Oh, the days are forgetting. They've gone out with the tide. Lost at sea somewhere waiting. Like setting suns the rodeo trying to find
and uh, it has a really I like the closer a lot too pirate jet it's got a cool like piratey vibe hence the name obviously <laughs> but on melancholy hill is a classic that's like the big hit from this song yeah that's the one everyone um to binge to about. binge is great to binge uh, is great it's really cute <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just everything there's so many songs on here where i'm like oh there's so many incredible qualities and i can think of the specific sounds and even the ones i don't love that much like super fast jellyfish like i i like it and yeah, that's the that's the one song in this album that I have a love hate yeah. relationship with. I the one I always skip though is Glitter Freeze. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of Glitter Freeze it's either. Just, it's it sounds cool for like 30 seconds or a minute, but it, it just really, it keeps going. Yeah, it's it really dies, <laughs> and it's just an instrumental. And technically, it's rare for me to like want to listen through an instrumental like song for a lot of albums unless it's like an instrumental album. But I'm just like I want to hear this singer again. But yeah, it, it sounds cool, but it's just a lot of like just constantly, <laughs> and I'm like it's a little annoying. But yeah, that's the only song I would skip on this album, probably. Yeah, and even with Super Fast and Jellyfish, like, I like, I, I, well, no, I don't really care about the verses. They're just kind of, kind of out there. All the cartoony sound effects, like the cartoony oh. sound effects and like the the vocals on there is yeah. really, it's really out there. Are you kidding? Yo, pretty packages of frosted delights. Look, it comes with a toy. <laughs> I like that. I want a number four, number six, and throw in a plastic donut. Just enjoy the gritty crunch. It tastes just like chicken. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird, but the thing... But I, when that chorus comes in... Yeah, it's a great it's chorus. It's so good. <laughs> and I still like kind of like... I think the wacky verses are still fun, but I... I don't like love listening to it like just on its own like in the context of the album I'll like have fun with it but I've never really like thought it was anything super incredible and it's like it's a little too zany for my tastes but I love the chorus and the thing it does really well though is like it nails that watery undersea vibe with yeah. the sounds like it, it does exactly what it's trying to do it's not failing at anything it's just a style preference for me Yeah. So it's a, it's a good song. I just I, it's not one I love, but I still like it. So right, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. Mostly mostly highs on this album. It's totally. not a bad album at all. It's yeah. It's like tied with Demon Days. They're both like nine out of ten albums for yeah, me. Yeah, so. I love I love White Flag, Rhinestone Eyes, Stylo, Empire Ants, Some Kind of Nature, On Melancholy Hill, Broken. To binge, those are my favorites. Yeah. Um, if there was one thing about this phase I didn't love, is I'm not, I wasn't really crazy for the like 3D CGI style music videos for the characters. Really, I thought that those were better than the ones for like humans. Oh, I, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, because I would. They, they have more going on, but when it comes to not necessarily just like the music video concepts, but just like the the 3D models versus like the 2D animation models. Uh, I actually didn't mind them. Yeah, I mean no. they still look good, but I have a preference for 2D animation. Right. Yeah. 
I, it, that just feels more like them. But for the theme of this album, it kind of works too because it's all about like modernization, like yeah. technology. So it makes sense. And there are like I think one of the music videos actually is does have them on the two D style. But yeah, it I, it kind of mixes things up. I think. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think uh, on Melancholy Hill is it's like got both. Yeah. Because then there's like also like the robot noodle character. It, yeah, it fits with the Cyborg theme of the noodle. album, mixing like old and new and <clears throat> stuff like that. That's the one thing I didn't like is that there wasn't real noodle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess in she's present in a lot of the music videos. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I I really really love this album. There's not and this much album just it, it just turned ten years old yeah. last March. That's true. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Sweeps, yeah, sweepstakes. I've grown to like. Um, I used to not like that song actually uh, at all, but it's grown on me a lot, and I love the, the like trumpets and the drums and the second half of the song when they come <laughs> in. It's so cool. It's like it's a hype song. Like I used to not like it, but I really like it now. So yeah, I mean, it hasn't quite grown on me as much, but it's yeah, still, it's fun. It's not one of the yeah. best songs, but it's just one I've learned to have fun with. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So and, and it was um just real quick, it was the it's the best example of having a ton of features and actually implementing them perfectly. Yes. It never felt because if you think about it, like one, two, three like the first three songs on this album like don't really even have two D yeah. like that much. And then White Flag is like not them at all. There's quite a few songs where it's like mostly a featured artist. But for some reason, like when compared to humans, which we'll get into, like the way they balanced it, you never felt like he was absent from the album. Yeah. Because they balanced it so perfectly and they implemented features so well. I think it also... So uh, much planning had to have gone into that. I think it's also just the fact that they're just good songs that yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> very true. Speaking of humans, so that's that's like the holy trinity right there yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Self-titled, Demon Days, Plastic Beach, and then now, now we're gonna this, actually. Oh have, wait, we we oh. got to talk about the fall too. Yeah, let's talk about that. For like <laughs> it's ironic because like, it's kind of downhill from here for a little while. It's sort of the fall has like three songs I actually think are good, but let's um, talk about the fall. Like what? Like, why does it exist? Well, it's it's weird because... And it came out a year I, I after I don't really Plastic consider it, it. It feels like... I mean, it is like a spinoff in a way. It's not really meant to be a full Gorillaz album. So I don't really like hold it against them. Like, oh, this is like... Yeah, I don't think anyone but really... But they released it like an album. So, I mean, it's not yeah. wrong for us it's to not be like, a, It's not a B-sides or anything, but it's, yeah, it's, it's an album. Literally called The Fall by Gorillaz, you know, and... It was just when Damon Albarn, when he was on, he was touring Gorillas, he just made this album on an iPad, like on the tour bus, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's the story I know, at least something like that. And wasn't it like all on GarageBand or something? 
I don't know if it was GarageBand. It probably, if it was an iPad, it probably yeah. was. But Espe- I, I know, especially for that time, that's yeah. probably all that was available. But, but um, it was all on an iPad, uh, and so like eighty percent of this album is just like synthy weird instrumentals. Like there's not a lot of singing on this album. Yeah. So it's just kind of like weird. There's three songs where like 2D's vocals or Damon's whatever vocals are present. Damon. Revolving Doors, Hillbilly Man, and uh, Bobby and Phoenix I actually think are really good songs. Let's talk about Phoenix. It's got a way of helping you to breathe but a lot of them are just drawn out like it weird wacky instrumentals and sounds and not a lot yeah. of like song structure Which, n- like hardly any vocals yeah on a lot of the songs it's like you know it's as if damon alburn just kind of just messed around kind of kind of like you and i have done just kind of experiment around on garage band yeah. on our phones and make a song out of it yeah and it was just him messing around, and I don't think he was like, oh, this is the next Gorillaz album. Like, it came out <laughs> the same year as Plastic Beach. It came out on Christmas, I think, actually. He was just like, here's the yeah. thing. Like, it was, <laughs> like, I'm sure in his mind, he was just like, oh, this will be, oh, yeah, it's a Gorillaz project, I sure. mean, technically, that's, like, the best way to make a profit, because he probably didn't pay anything to have that made. Oh, yeah, it was probably <laughs> super easy. And, and I don't remember, is there any, like, uh, organic instrumentation on here? There's acoustic guitar, okay. like uh, Hillbilly Man, um, Revolving Doors. Cause I, I mean, I'll be honest, I like I don't listen to this album. Uh, there, I, I wanted really, to try to before we recorded this. I skimmed this. through it um, a bit more just to really remember if it was as empty like with vocals as I remember. But yeah, there's some like guitar and stuff on it, um, and those are the songs I like, and not just because of that, but because they're actually like songs. It's not just an instrumental of like weird yeah. synths and sounds, which I mean, they're not bad, but I wouldn't want, I don't want to listen to the whole album of that. And yeah, I can see him just being like, I'll just make this for fun. Here, here guys have some bonus content. Like, uh, I don't think he was advertising like, here's the next gorillas album. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, they look back and they see this and they're like, this is a weird album for them. But I think yeah. in the context of when it came out, it would have been a lot more easy. Okay. He, he was probably just like, Here's some like side stuff I made. If you guys, here you go. Merry Christmas. You know. <laughs> well, also, I mean, I do commend Damon Alburn because this is probably the first time that that's ever been done. Like someone just making a whole yeah. album on their iPad. Yeah, and that that was kind of a selling point, which yeah. is funny because you go on the iTunes store and it's like made completely on his iPad. Yeah, you know. I mean. And I guess, like, if you listen to it, like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good for just iPad yeah, music. Yeah, that's, like, the fun... <laughs> that's where the fun aspect comes in listening to it. It's, like, this sound quality is, like, pretty good considering that. Yeah, but still know? not, like, up to the level of the previous yeah. albums. It's, um, like, um, it's very much... It, it It's not a B-sides to Plastic Beach because it wasn't, like, songs that were meant to be on there. But in a way, it it acts as, like... The because like Demon Days had D sides, yeah. Plastic Beach has the fall, you know. There's like they both have their like kind of like lesser compared. Yeah, I kind of wonder if like any of these were actually 
were actually rejected songs for Plastic Beach. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be Since surprised it was if made around the, like, same the more complete songs were like Revolving Door, like kind of sounds like it could have been, but yeah. Revolving doors, what have I done? Someone on the TV, a tapping low. Revolving doors, what will I become? And the red he paid up for a seven, but he only got an eight. And now I feel that I'm poor. But yeah, it has some as the weird. songs on it that are like really good or solid but it's it's just pretty like uninteresting of them. yeah it's just uninteresting overall like yeah sorry damon <laughs> sorry you had to fall you poured your whole somewhere. heart into that album <laughs> as your magnum opus i mean honestly i can see like if it's like if it's just him working on you know his ipad i can imagine that probably took a lot of effort to make oh yeah i mean it's it, just you're really limited yeah it just um it didn't you know, you don't have, he didn't have that collaboration other than that one song. Yeah. Really. It was just kind of just him. And so, I don't know. I guess if I made it, I would probably be proud of it. But yeah. It's, yeah, whatever. So, seven years seven of years darkness. <laughs> the longest time that we, uh, we've had to wait for a Gorillaz album. Yep. And we start to hear rumors. Of another album to be released. So let's just start by talking about when all these teases were coming out and yeah. how how freaking excited you and me were. Oh, yeah. Like we were texting and like listening to the songs. I remember the day out. when they um they released like one or two albums on BBC Radio. Yeah. And I remember you and I like... You know, we planned to tune tune in, and then we were like texting each other, like, "Oh, what do you think about this?" Blah, yeah, blah. I think it was Andromeda, and I don't remember Andromeda. Um, Saturn's Bars was like the first one, and then Andromeda and Ascension. No, no actually, I think it was it was just Andromeda, and I don't think Saturn's Bars came out until that, later. That was one of the singles, though, right? It was, yeah. but they exclusively released these these songs on the radio just to oh. be listened to that one time. It's For like some reason, preview. I thought Saturn's Bars was the first one they premiered. It was the first one that they like released for everyone to oh, hear. Oh, right. But they they teased the album by by um, exclusively playing these songs on BBC Radio. Oh, and it was Andromeda, and it might have been uh, Busted in Blue. I don't know. Nah, it was a slower song. Was it busted in blue? I would I would be surprised if that was one because that song is boring. <laughs> I do remember the second song being kind of like, oh, this is kind of slow or whatever. Yeah. But there was just like so much hype. And like, yeah, because it, it had been seven years and they're they're talking up how this is like going to be a much darker album. And we're like, Whoa, it's going to be so sinister <laughs> and crazy. And they, they released like artwork for it and it was all weird. And they, then they released yeah. the album art and it like looked like the demon days album art, like 
how it's like the four characters and squares, yeah. but they like looked all weird and like realistic. Yeah, and I remember it was like, not oh, everyone being a fan. I remember that. liking it because the other official artwork was like normal, you know, yeah. regular um, what you expect, but just the album art was like different and weird. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a weird, like dark, <laughs> twisted record and creepy. And I was like excited for some reason. And well, not for some I was excited yeah, because obvious why. <laughs> the singles they released were like good. Seemingly, yeah. I Not like all I, of them. I liked the the singles. I remember. I don't know if maybe you listened to something else, but when the singles were coming out, I remember hearing Saturn's Bars first, and then Andromeda, and then I believe the next ones were Ascension and Let Me Out. There's also We Got the Power. Yeah, and We Got the Power, which I don't like anymore, but I remember <laughs> really liking it when they showed it first. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hallelujah Money was the first song. Oh, yeah. Which, oh my gosh, which this... That's what it was that kind of This like proves I didn't know until I saw it. I was looking through the songs right now, and I was like, oh, yeah, that song. Because I, I totally forget <laughs> it exists. Yeah. I that, remember, like, convincing myself. Yeah, because I remember that was the first single for that this album. That was the first thing that we, like... Like, oh my gosh, is Gorillas making new music now? Yeah, and I was like, is this the music video? And I remember in my head, I can remember being conflicted, but I convinced myself it was super cool and weird. And (laughs) I was like, it's like, it's like fire coming out of the monkey's head because it's kind of spoken word and real, but it's not. It wasn't anything like that. When we go to bed, scarecrows from the far east come to eat. And I, I, <laughs> I liked the idea of that song, but I don't like how stiff the beat and instrumentation was going back to it. Yeah. And I just, I really convinced myself to love that song. And I was so excited. And I remember I everyone like, like not liking it. And I was like, it's just different. And they're mad. It's not it like was, it was. It had very mixed reception for yeah. sure. I remember making fun of people because I was like, they're just mad. It's not feel good ink too. <laughs> blah, blah. That's, yeah, I remember comments like I, that. I was so like in denial that it wasn't that good. <laughs> That's the thing is like this whole time leading up to this album, I feel like a lot of it was just denial because we it had been so long since yeah. Uh, Plastic Beach. Seven I mean, years. No one wanted to regard the fall, really. But <laughs> it was a very um, bold. I'll give them that. It was an, a bold choice to have their comeback be such an untraditional song, and I can respect that. Yeah, but um, but like even all the other like I don't. I'm not as much of a fan of Andromeda really anymore. Yeah. I still actually like. I like Saturn's bars. Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you. A lot of people complain about like the the auto tune. But I, I don't mind it. It works honestly. for that style of song and the vocals are doing it. It fits the song really well. Yeah. Um and I, I love I love the chorus. It's got a great hook, yeah. honestly. It's super catchy. Um and I liked the music video. It was, the music video is cool. It was like that yeah. the three D the three D uh, monsters. Thing. Yeah. Well, you could watch it like in Oh yeah. Three D on your on your phone, you know. Yeah, that's you can true. do that sometimes. Almighty life. I'm in I'm a 
it was cool. I was really excited. I, I thought Andromeda was amazing. I'm kind of like, it's pretty good now. I still like it, but if I were to, if I had to make like a essential gorilla songs playlist, I wouldn't put it on there probably. I think it's pretty good though. I liked Ascension a decent amount. I still really like Let Me Out. I still think that's a pretty good song. I think it's got a really cool like kind of chorus to it. Yeah. Um, but Ascension is like, it's fine, but I don't really like love it that much. Um, but that's the thing when these songs, these were the singles when they were coming out, I was like, Oh, this is going to be such a sick album. And I was so excited and constantly listening to it. Yeah. And I I loved it. And then I remember they had like one teaser that had, um, a really short clip of charger and you could hear the guitar, the, and I was like, I was like, they're going to have rock songs on here. (laughs) Like, do you like, the debut album and they're they're gonna have punk stuff and i thought it was gonna be like their most versatile record ever um <laughs> which to be fair charger is the best song on this album and i know you don't really do i don't i know you don't agree it's, it's grown on me good for sure in fact, a lot of the songs that I used to like, I just, uh, I just, I don't know. Uh, I think the whole album, a lot of it is, has like tainted yeah. the rest of the albums that I thought were good. The the songs I loved, I like kind of like now, um, except for Charger. I still love. I still actually would probably say Charger is one of my favorite Gorilla songs. Honestly, yeah, I, I actually genuinely love that song. But it's the only song on this album I would say I, I love. You know. Yeah, Saturn's Bars is definitely my favorite. I don't, I don't like Strobe Light really. I, you know, um, I'm gonna admit, Strobe Light I, I thought was kind of lame. Whenever yeah. I, it has grown on me though. I actually think it's really catchy. <laughs> when the I think, night is, I've actually like kind of grown to like it. I think I'm just not really as much of a fan of like that, like R and B kind of oh, style. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. It doesn't feel like a gorilla song in the slightest, like at all. Yeah, there's like that's the thing about this album is instrumentally yeah. and production wise, it's very not gorillas. Yeah, I was thinking this earlier today. Is like one of the main complaints about this album is like the there's like so many like features on it and not a whole lot of. 2D, not a whole lot of Damon's voice. Yeah. But and the thing is, is you that, can say the like, same about Plastic Beach. Yeah. There are like so many Gorillaz hits yeah. that are mainly like the, feature. the featured artist. So I'm like, well, that can't be the real reason why yeah. it's bad. It must be that the songs are just not great. <laughs> how, how I word it is Plastic Beach, their features, it was Gorillaz featuring this. These songs felt like they were featuring Damon Albarn, you know? Yeah. It, it felt like the, the featured artist, it felt like their song, like even instrumentally and production wise, it felt like their song. Yeah. It didn't feel like they were like put on this big collaborative album. Like I remember someone compared it to like, like a DJ Khaled album where it's just a bunch of random artists. Yeah. It feels, it just feel, crowded. It, yeah. And it's a lot of like, artists i wouldn't have like expected which they've done a lot of like weird unexpected artists on their albums but these were like almost some of them are too well known i don't know if that sounds stupid to say 
but a lot of the features just like like Vince Staples is a great rapper. Yeah, but I would. I don't. I was excited about. I wouldn't have him expected him. To, I, I like his track on here a lot though, honestly. But like mm. Pevin Everett, I'll actually give it. I liked his feature. That's Strobe Light, because um, no one really knows who he is. They brought back De La Soul, which was cool, but I thought Moments was really bad. I I remember I, actually liking Moments. I kinda. I convinced myself I loved this whole album when it came out, and you remember Moments, how you, yeah. I was telling you how much I thought this album was like oh, yeah. incredible. I You're, loved I loved it, but I was in denial because it had been seven years and I wanted it to be. I think good. I remember I was like the one who was like. I don't know. Yeah, you you had to like I think talk. This sense. album might not be that great. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when like it sank in, and I noticed I wasn't really going back to it that much. And I, and I listened through it all, and I was like, you know what? I was like, oh, another song. I, I mean, it did actually, take me a while for me to like c- like come to grips myself. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah, was, this is this isn't a great album. Yeah, it was like heartbreaking. Cause I was like, I waited so long. Um, uh, let's see. The other song I wanted to mention real quick that I actually like a lot too is She's My Collar with Kelly. I'm yellow, he was blue. I think that's a really good I love the it's like the most um interest one of the more interesting instrumentals instrumentations I honestly I don't remember it um and I think 2D's vocals on it are kind of fun and weird but that's one of the songs I still like from it I don't like adore it but I still actually think it's a one of the highlights I don't really care for the interludes either yeah they didn't really serve a purpose (laughs) Like they didn't really do anything for the theme. What was the? Because um, there wasn't really like an overall. There was kind of a theme with this album, but it didn't the nonconformist really f- oath is actually funny. Though. I like <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> but one's like one where it's just like going up, and it's like a two I second thing. I'm like, off. it's. I don't dislike it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like why? I don't know. I it's weird. And another big problem for this album is that there's just a lot of filler, you know? Yeah. It's almost kind of like The Fall, where Damon Alburn's like, I'm just going to, like, hit record and, like, mess with all these sounds yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Okay, you can write your own rap over it and, yeah. you know, here we go, Sex Murder Party. Yeah. That's my that's my least favorite That's the worst on song on this. That song is Gorilla's worst song. <laughs> I I swear it's, it's the worst. It's terrible. I actually <laughs> legit think that's like a terrible song. Yeah, it sounds unfinished. it's pretty bad. I just um, love your upfrontness. <laughs> I also really hate Carnival. I it's, don't remember Carnival. Just like a Carnival. It's like kind of like the vocal. I just, it's such a boring, repetitive song. Um, I'm gonna go over the things I don't like now because I've been, <laughs> I've been like giving this album a chance. Busted and Blue is like kind of cool, but it's really Busted boring. And blue. It's yeah. so boring. Um, well, it's like one of the few like mostly two. I mean, only two D singing. On yeah, it. Submission is like fine. I love Danny Brown. Like I, I think he's such a good rapper. I love Danny Brown. Yeah, but I don't. He was really weird and out of place on this song. I actually 
maybe I, I like this his like, section better. I, I, I actually kind of like this song. Yeah. Um, and I actually still like his rap part in it. Yeah. I think it's because it's just so out there. Yeah. That I, like I just it. feel like, like yeah. Like I love right. Danny Brown. It just I don't like how it transitions into his part. It feels like I, I like the first half too. I think my thing with submission is I don't dislike it. I like both parts of the song, but together as one song, it just it's weird. It to, probably could have been. It's an better. awkward list. Yeah. Wish I could think a better way. I lost my patience yesterday. If you can see inside of me, I'll be no heart on my X-ray. A pilot's trying to check me, but I don't see no escape. Just trying to keep my head straight. I'm finished with the ice skate. Sometimes I feel like giving up. But it, I mean, I, it's like one of the few songs that I actually like. Okay, yeah, and, I like it. And at this point, I I don't I do not like moments. Yeah. A lot of people kind of still defend that song. I think it has one of the most obnoxious like beats of any gorilla song. Moments. Like the bass on that song is so gross. I remember uh, I remember digging it, but it's been a while since I've listened to it. It like starts. I I do. I will give it. I love the group vocal moments. Like I think that's cool. Okay. I actually like that part. Yeah. There's aspects of it, but I just again the production of that song I think is kind of atrocious. And I don't think they lost kind of disgusting. They lost souls. Uh, like performance is like. It's a moment like that. It's like, oh, that part's cool, but everything else is like, yeah, I guess I don't really remember the rest of the song. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's the one part I remember. I, it's, um, it's such a, and then there was the deluxe version that had extra tracks like Hallelujah, not sorry, not Hallelujah, The Apprentice, which is like, uh, halfway to the halfway house is also kind of terrible. The Apprentice, like, isn't Half- that about Trump? Yeah, I think so. I mean, not to get political on this podcast. Well, that was like the point of this album in a way. Yeah, um, that. I mean, I'll say that that's. I mean, that's. I, I'm not a, really a fan of like political music. Yeah, uh, it's, political it depends songs, on how on so, the nose it is. Even is if I agree with it, I'm not really a fan of. You know, no, I forget. Let me out. Really? Yeah, the the thing that bugs me is when they're like bringing in real world people, but it's like it's a grills album, so we got to censor it out so people. Yeah, they <laughs> we're not going to say the names. Yeah, it's like it's just boop, weird. Boop, boop. <laughs> like they censor out like Obama's name at yeah, one part. It's, it's like, just like oh, three syllables. I wonder who he's supposed it's, to be. It's like this is why grills. It's just weird for like if they're they can't decide. It's like all right, well we're gonna like start. St- making songs about real world things, but we're a fictional band, but so we'll just sing that, but we'll censor yeah. it. So it's like, Oh, you don't know who we're singing about yeah. in the and lore I guess, of the universe. I guess I'll reiterate. If a song has a political message, it's fine. I don't like it when it gets like too specific, really. Yeah. Like I don't like this political person. I don't like this political yeah. uh, thing. Even whatever. if it's a message I agree with, I'm just like, this feels on the nose. Yeah. Like uh, I, I like ones know. that are more like, um, cause it kind of like more unifying. I yeah, guess it, it also ruins replayability for me. Cause yeah. it's like, I don't want to be like sad and angry when I listen to a song. Yeah. I don't want to think it about real dates world. it too. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to think about these <laughs> things sometimes. Like <laughs> I like serious messages about like real world things, but I don't want to be like this specific person that did this specific thing. And I don't know, I'm just like, I know, I know, <laughs> <laughs> honey. I know. And it's I not know. like people can't <laughs> sing about or make songs about these things. Cause there's, political songs I really adore and love. It just yeah. it depends on the execution for me. Yeah. And also I just, I, no matter where you stand on the political spectrum, I don't 
I, I just don't like it because like I know not everyone is going to feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, not everyone is going to have the same political perspective as I do. Mm. So I would never write a song from like the perspective of the left or the right. Like you're dumb way. and stupid yeah, if you don't because, agree with me. Because like I I I know how what's the word I want? How isolating that feels. Yeah. When a like a, a person that I like says something like that that like that I don't agree with. Yeah. And so it makes me feel like, oh I I'm guess stupid I, and dumb. <laughs> yeah. But basically. And I would I, never want anyone to feel that, which is why I don't I don't write I mean I have I have written songs that are like politically motivated, I guess. But yeah. I always try to find the middle ground. And you, but I you're never, not like telling people like what to think or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um I for me I think it's if it doesn't feel like it's coming from a personal place and it feels like a like arbitrary or obligation like well we got to make a song about this because it's everyone's talking about it or something it's yeah. just, if it feels like it was an obligation or like well i guess i gotta make a song about this so everyone like knows how you know on their side i am but if it's if <laughs> some, you can just kind of feel with um, some songs or it's like, it's like doesn't, if it doesn't don't like feel this like song, that means you're a racist. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they're coming from like a personal place with it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and there are songs that do, and I love them, but it just, it depends on the execution of it for me completely. Yeah. Um, so going back to the, uh, the songwriting aspect of it, I, I remember hearing somewhere that Damon basically, there wasn't a whole lot of like a, a good collaboration effort. Like they he did everything basically just online. like let, everyone just write their own verses. Yeah. Basically what he did was he told everyone, he gave them like, all right, picture this in the world and write a song about it. And they all did that. And they just kind of communicated online mm. and then they sent him their stuff. And I think, Oh, he, so they didn't even like work together. Not really. Huh. That, that's why this album feels, I'm, I'm sure he did with some people, but that's why this album feels disjointed because they all just kind of were like, all right, split up, write a song give it to me and then i'll make a song with it or something yeah. like that's kind of how it felt which i don't know if he's ever done done that before with his collaborative tracks like just kind of have them write their own but i feel like yeah. that there is more intention he probably has because especially with like mf doom like on november has come like those words feel like something yeah that i don't i can't imagine damon but writing the, those the, but there's also not like tons and tons of artists like i think plastic beach he probably was a little more personable and had he had a very strong theme for that album yeah and so it works better but when he's just like here's like a vague thing and like, let's make a song about this thing and do this thing and that thing and whatever. And just email it to me when you're done. And just, and I, <laughs> I don't know how personal he was working with them, but it, it gives me the sense that um, there wasn't a lot of like real passion in some of it. Yeah. And based off interviews and stuff, it seems like he is very aware of that with this album. Hmm. And he has talked about how he's like, yeah, I like, no, I'm probably not that, haven't been that good lately. And <laughs> I'm depressed and sad. And I'm like, Damon. Yeah, see, yeah. So I, I he think must he have knows. Been in a pretty dark place or something. Yeah. He definitely knew that people weren't crazy for it, but. It's kind of sad. That's but. too bad. <laughs> uh, but we yeah. We have our opinions. But I want to get back to a couple more songs. I think um, Out of Body. Um, is actually another song. It's a deluxe song. I actually like that one quite a bit too. 
has a really fun like ending. Okay. And then Ticker Tape has a f- cute little instrumental, but it's like whatever. Ticker Tape is interesting. It's yeah. like a cute song. It's not amazing, but it's it, I like it a little. Wasn't bit. there like a? Ticker I guess tape. it. I guess it wasn't on the deluxe. I guess it was a single. Garage Palace. Oh yeah, Garage Palace and um, Sleeping Powder were like just they weren't B sides. They were just like kind of random songs that just he random put out. singles. I f- I think he. He did Sleeping Powder, I think, as like a retaliation to people being mad that 2 yeah, wasn't that's, on the album that That's much. what he said, I and guess. And that, that song is great. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. It's a really good song. It's super fun. And I like Garage Palace a lot because Garage intro- Palace is great too. it introduced me to Little Sims, and she's like one of my favorite rappers right now. She's so good. Yeah. And her album her Gray Area was so good. <laughs> and that song is so good. But... But yeah, this this album was just a mess, and I loved it at first. I convinced myself to love it, but after it started to sink in, I really was like, man, I don't like this. I was like, it's like, okay. And then I was like, I don't re-listen to it, and there's only like, oh, there's like three songs on it that I kind of like, and there's a few that I actually hate. (laughs) Like (laughs) like Halfway to the Halfway House and... uh, Sex Murder Party are like tied for their worst songs ever. See, like, yeah, and Carnival is like one of the most boring, forgettable songs, and uh, it's just it's there's a lot of. See, like other albums, you don't really have any songs that you hate. Yeah, but this one, there's yeah, there's like there can be songs where I'm like, that's like okay, I might skip, but this one is like I genuinely don't like it. It's annoying. Yeah, I don't just. It's either repetitive or underproduced or overproduced or yeah, just boring. Very interesting. Yeah, this album ended up being quite a disappointment for me, and it took me um, like watching some reviews of it. Not that like my mind was changed from reviews, but I look back and I I remember inside convincing myself like maybe I don't like the no. It's you're just too <laughs> you're too used to their old style. You it's good and <laughs> I I can remember convincing myself that I liked it. But yeah, when I finally like let it sit for like a month or two and I watched some reviews, I was like, you know what, this is like kind of not that good. Yeah, it's like such a four out of ten album for me. Yeah, maybe five, but probably not. Probably more of a four because I think there's not that many songs I love. It's like. There's like one song I love, a few songs I think are good, like pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I like these, I would listen to them. Then there's like a few that I think are really boring, and then there's a couple I hate. <laughs> so it's definitely not mostly positive. It's <laughs> so, not a great mixture. Yeah. No. So it was very disappointing in the end, even though at first I was like hype on it, but it didn't last long. Yeah. And you were witness to my slow decline in the madness. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I kind of accepted it sooner than you did. You did, because I remember but... you being like, I don't really like it that much anymore. And I was like, <laughs> well, you're stupid and dumb, and I hate I, you. I think I was more like, I like the singles, I don't really like the album. Yeah. And even now, I like less less of the singles than I did before. Yeah, like Andromeda's like kind of boring now. Yeah. <laughs> and Dram's not even Andromeda. There's like an <laughs> alternate version where Dram is actually a feature on it, and it's like, Way better. Yeah, what does he even do in the original? He he's like a background vocal. <laughs> he's like a texture. He's it's weird. It's like hey, I gotta yeah, get it was paid. Very poor, poorly. Uh, uh, what's the word? Poorly constructed features. Very bad direction. Yeah. So. Yeah. So humans, not good, not not great. Yeah. You know. I I would say it's mediocre. 
Yeah. It's not like an awful album, but I, I dislike it more than I like it. We've lost all the, the it humans. It still has Charger, stands. though. I will always at least give it that. Charger it has Charger, good. which is like top 10. I am the ghost. So good. Grace Jones is rad. I think this next one we might disagree on a little. The now now. Yeah. I think it's fine. I've I've it's better than humans, but I definitely oh, totally. like it less than the Holy Trinity. Oh yeah. Um, uh, totally. I I agree. I think the aspect we're gonna disagree on is I, I I think I like it quite a bit more than you. I don't like it as much as the first three. Probably. I totally don't like it as much as the first three, but it's like um it's like a seven and a half out of ten album for me, probably. Like I, I actually I like think I'm, it. I think I'm like 50-50 honest. Like a five, yeah. F- five out of ten, yeah. It's like a Let's strong talk about it's a why. strong it's a strong <laughs> seven for me. I, yeah. I actually quite like this album and I've gone up and down. And you know, I got I got false hope with this album again when it came out. Yeah. So I was like, it's the redemption. This, <laughs> yeah. I was with like, this, this one, is gonna be good. With this one, it was more like, oh, humans was awful, but maybe oh, this will be good. He's it listening has to, to be the good. fans. It's like only two D now. Yeah. You know, it was like Yeah, there's like only two features. Yeah. And one of them doesn't it's not even a vocal feature, it's just guitar, you know. Yeah. And well technically there's um three because there's Snoop Dogg and Jamie principal on Hollywood, but well, I meant tracks. Yeah. But tracks, um, not features, which I, I thought it was cool. They, that they, um, they had a featured, a featured like guitarist and not yeah. like a singer. It was very different. And I remember and again, humility. Humility was the first single. Yeah. Comes out. And I remember like, this is amazing. Yeah, like, I remember I loving this. it. I remember like <laughs> loving it, and I was so excited. I think so it's like, because it's like such song. a stark contrast to humans, because it's like this. It's like a bright, happy beach song. Yeah, and not oh, sex, murder, party. Like, yeah, and like the the music video is a lot of fun. As uh, like two D's all happy, everyone's yeah. happy. Murdoch's not in it. It's got the guy from Powerpuff Girls, which I actually still <laughs> love that they did that just that was, for no reason. That was kind of fun. It was yeah, super they cool. got one of the guy characters from Powerpuff Girls to replace. Bassist Murdoch, just for just yeah, because Jamie Hillier <laughs> was involved in both. And in, in the Powerpuff Girls movie, movie way back in the day, there was a newspaper that had the gorillas in it, so oh, they've always yeah. kind of like done Easter eggs like that, yeah. Um, so, and Jack Black's in it, yeah. And who else was in the music video? I remember there was like who's Noodle playing, she was playing chess with someone. Oh, uh, I don't remember, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, so, but it's just, it's like, you know, you watch the music video, like, oh, this is so fun to watch, and it's a fun song, and, like, it's still, 
now looking back it's still a fun song it's like mostly good but i i've kind of gotten to this point where i think where my first reaction was like oh, i love it it's so good they're i was hyped because i was like oh they're bringing the guitar back <laughs> yeah because I, I was like oh they're fine they're listening to us yeah, they're like, the bringing guitar back. was like barely present in humans yeah and it's like what did noodle do like it literally had uh a sample of an electric guitar on one song in humans. And that was it. Um, but I was like, Oh man, they're going back to their roots and having blends of organic and blah, blah, blah. And I was all excited. Cause I, I thought that was like what the whole album was going to be. And like, I wasn't totally wrong. There was a couple songs that did have guitar in it too, but, um, mm-hmm. But I remember loving it. I thought the music video was great. I was like, oh, it's 2D animation again, and it's all, like, weird and, like, who framed Roger Rabbit? And I kind of like that they've gone in that direction where it's, like, the characters in the real world. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I I was super hyped on it again because I thought it was going to be their, like, redemption album. Like, oh, Damon Albarn heard all our cries and criticisms, and he's going to make an album specifically for us. And it, it was a lot better. And I was super hyped on it. And then they released a few more singles. This is a very similar process to the last album. I think it was um, like Sorcerers was a single. Um, I can't remember if Trans was or not. And I want to say Fireflies was another single. Trans wasn't. Trans it, wasn't? They it, did make a music video for it oh, after yeah. the album was released. There was a music uh, video for that. Hollywood was a single. Hollywood was a single. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was like, okay, these are really good. And I was like trying to not let myself get too hyped because I was like, remember humans? Like, yes, they're the singles, but don't assume the whole album is going to be amazing. And it, it's it's a similar process to humans where I was like, I love these singles. And then they kind of sink in later and where it's it's okay okay maybe i don't like them as much now it's similar to humans but on a way lesser scale um yeah and then i got to the point where i was like this whole album sounds the same i don't like it It, it's too samey and (laughs) then like i just one day was kind of chilling i just listened through it all i was like that was like you know what this is a pleasant listen and i just wasn't (laughs) like thinking about it too hard because i was like gorillas needs to sound like this and this and have this because uh, for humans and the now, now I was so obsessed with what do they need to sound like? What are they missing? What do they need? And I was like, let me just listen to this, like just a, a synth pop album mm-hmm. just on its own and not be like, what does it need? What does gorillas need? Blah, blah, blah. And I ended up just being like, you know, what? I like this quite a bit actually. Um, and it grew on me when I kind of listened to it with a different perspective. And my stance on it now is like, it's not really a good gorillas album. But mm-hmm. it's. I think it's a a great album. I think it's a great album, but a not good Gorillaz album. Hmm. It's like a really good Damon Albarn <laughs> album. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far to say maybe not great. great. Well, it's like seven out of ten, so it's like really good for me. But the thing for me is that, I mean, there are songs in here that I like. Mm-hmm. Humility's fine. Yeah, I, I think I, that ended up actually. On oh my, yeah, I forgot. I think to, that was my most played song on Spotify that year. I think actually, it was one of mine for sure. Um, I actually like kind of don't like Humility that much anymore. I I actually like I like the Super Organism remix better. That's I cool. think. Yeah, that remix um, is fun for me. That it's I, I hate the drum beat on that song. It's so it's, it's very so simplistic. Stiff. It's like <clears throat> yeah, it needed like a, a driving beat. It also needed real drums. Yeah. Yeah. It needed, because just that stiff, like, just 
constant simple bass kick like yeah it did not fit the rest of the instrumentation and it made it it's like stiff and weird yeah but every other part of the song i like i just i did not like the drumming of that song at all yeah it, it kind of ruined it kind of ruins it for me now if i go to listen to it i'm like it's it feels weird yeah it's know. uh it could have grounded like a real drum set could have really grounded the whole song yeah and uh it's not really so uh i know how you feel about this but i actually like trans trans shrunk on me a lot uh, i don't like the production of it i think it's a very muddy sounding song and almost like weirdly it's really, like i don't fun. get that i don't know why there's something and i can't really describe it but just every time i listen to it it just something sounds it feels like there's something missing from it every time I, I hear it. Well, I mean, it doesn't help and that you... I, I think there's and I haven't even many. heard it, but you, like, heard the original... I heard a live version of it, and it, had, it was like a rock song almost, like guitars and stuff. And it's not even that. Maybe it could have benefited from something, but it just sounded a little too... It was... It didn't have enough, and what was there didn't really mesh together instrumentally for me. Like, I feel like that we've kind of like switched roles sorta, for this because, like, yeah. I kind of like it because it is a little bit more simple. Yeah, but it, still very driving. Yeah, I think I think the main problem for me is like a lot of the synth sounds and melodies. There's just all too much going on, but also feeling. I don't know. It's it's such a. Con- this is why I don't like it because I feel <laughs> weird when I listen to it. Because I'm like, I don't know what the melody is of the instrumentation, and there's like so many things. And what do I focus on? And there's it, the it, bass. It's like, yeah. There's a lot going on, but I don't know. I feel like all, none of the melodies really like mesh together that well for me, and it felt. Me- it just feels messy. That's the best way I can describe it. I don't it really remember a whole lot going on. Like there's that the main synth part is like yeah. Me, I think the best way I can describe it is anticlimactic because hmm. it just it feels it feels like it's trying to be really hype, but it's somehow still just sad and depressing at the same time. And, it's not awful. It's it's my probably down there for my least favorite on the album. And I don't know why. Because, like, when I... I don't know either. I, I, I think it's fine. I don't, like, <laughs> hate it. I just, for some reason, I, I just get bored. I get so bored listening to it. I don't know why. It's really weird. Cause so it's so interesting it's, because, like... It seems like it, it's the most fun song on the album. Because I get bored... With the rest of the album, yeah, yeah, we're like total opposite. I like Hollywood. Hollywood's I think Hollywood's good. I really, fine. I love the um, the like kind of. I actually think that Hollywood could have been better with just a little bit more. I instrument, agree. I, I like the little arpeggiated synth thing that comes in later during Snoop's verse. I love Snoop Dogg on this song. He's a yeah. very smooth like delivery, and I love his voice on it. Yeah. I do that, did that, throw your f***ing wig back For real a gorilla, who loves going here? They wanna eye me down, tie me down Knock me off, but I'm a lion in the dog pound Now how that sounds Hollywood is on Yeah, I think the production on Hollywood's great I don't really like the, um, what's his name? I don't really like Jamie Principal's parts on this that much 
It's all right. It's a little too just like talky. She's so seductive. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> fine, but I'm just like I just I like the second half of the song way more. Whenever Snoop comes in, that's when the song's like okay. I like yeah, this a lot. and and the chorus is great too. Yeah, it's like pretty good. I think it's I just think the song is kind of a little bit overly instrumental. I think it could have done better with like some classic like Demon Days bass line or something. Yeah, we're, we're like total opposites because I I. I'm not really crazy. Hollywood's like fine, but I don't really listen to it. So it's like the first three songs, which are like probably the most exciting songs on the album are the ones I listen to the least actually. And I actually really like the rest of the album with the exception of like Lake Zurich being too long and boring. A lot of it is just very and I don't don't care about. Yeah. It's it's weird. I, cause I had a period where I was like, I love this album. And I was like, this is all forgettable. And then um, it was like a few months ago I re-listened to it. I was like, this is good. And there was a few songs that I kept going back to. And I was like, you know what? This is like a – I ended up really liking it. Um, But it's not one of those things where if someone – it's not like if someone said – uh, I don't think Demon Days is good. And I'd be like, what? But this is one of those things where someone's like, I don't think the now now is good. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like I, I couldn't, I wouldn't like defend this album with my life, you know? Okay. Um, because the context of it being a gorillas album, it's hard to ignore that. But when I listen to it, I, I don't really listen to it. Like I do any other gorillas album. I just listen to it. Like some Damon Albarn project. Which it is that, but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really. It's a pretty like. It's really underwhelming for a Gorillaz album, but if it was like a Damon Albarn solo album, if I picture but it see, like that, I think it's really good. For that's some the reason. thing, though, is that it is a Gorillaz album, yeah, and you can't really take it out of that context, yeah. And I mean, if you, I mean, if you it's kind of like find... the um, it's kind of like D sides for me, where um, it has a very specific feel to it. And almost the whole album has this feel and Mm. it's not as good as their other stuff, but there's the songs that are there. I I find really charming and good. Um, It's just, it doesn't feel like a full, it doesn't feel like a phase of gorillas though. It feels like one of the spinoff side album kind of things Mm. of, of the, I would say I like D sides better, but if we were to group it with albums like The Fall and D sides, I would be like, "Oh yeah, this is great." But as like a full phase of Gorillas, it's like whatever. It's not as good as the first three in any regard. Even as like honestly, even as like not a Gorillas album, it's just the fact that like after the first three songs. Mm-hmm. Most of these songs I don't even remember. Yeah. Like I kind of yeah, that's kind of how I felt too for a so while. So even it's just like an album itself, it's it's forgettable and it yeah. just doesn't speak to me. So I, feel I that. can't say that it's good really. I'm sort of a now now apologist at this point. I don't think it's great. It's not one of their best albums. I've seen people go as far to say it's their favorite and that I could never I would never be on that ship yeah. where I'm like, "Oh, it's one of their best." It's it's if we're Speaking statistically, it's technically their second worst. I, yeah. I would still agree with that, but Gorillaz is so good. It's like, okay, they have one bad album and one album that's like pretty good Yeah, for me. It's like a pretty good album. Like, I like it, but I wouldn't be like, I love this album. It's all right. Um, there's like a couple songs I love on it. That's the thing. When I talk with people about this album, yeah, I think it's way better than Humans, but 
none of these songs are as good as like charger, you know, like humans at least still has like a higher high than any of the highs on this album. Hmm. But this album doesn't have anything I don't dislike. There's a couple songs I think are boring, but nothing on this album. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. Like I think like Zurich, however you pronounce that it's a cool instrumental. It's so long. It's like the (laughs) longest song on the album. I don't know. It's, it's a cool Idaho is boring. It's like cool ish. I like it, but it's boring. And then 1% is like, okay, it's only good in the context of the album. I wouldn't just turn it on one of those. Yeah. Um, but the songs I do like, like I think Kansas is really underrated. I, I really like the bass on this song. I'm not gonna cry. the snare sound that's the thing i started to appreciate about this because i was like oh there's no real drums so it's bad i was kind of in that mindset but i actually kind of ended up liking a lot of the weird bubbly synth sounds that went on went out through this album and it gave it a really and yeah some of them some of the songs sound very similar like kansas and magic city are like pretty similar yeah but i love the melodies of them and magic city especially is a little more happy and i like the snares they use and like the weird bubbly bass sounds and it just is a very strong, it's a very vibey album. Yeah. It's like, ai can't remember who said this, but it was probably, I think it was Anthony Fantano, but it's like going, you're, you're at the beach, but you're too sad to have fun. <laughs> it's like the perfect way to describe this album. Uh, I don't know if he meant that as a compliment. No, I don't think he did. But I I kind of take it as one. Like, I would describe (laughs) that in a good way because it's such a mood. Sitting on the beach, you're like, this sucks. I mean, hey, being at the beach is better than just being stuck in home. Yeah. And, like, Sorcerers, I still really like the way 2D's vocals are on that song. It's really weird. Idaho's boring. Like, Zurich is too long. I love Magic City. I, I think Fireflies is one of my favorite gorilla songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's top 10, maybe top 15, but I, I love Fireflies. I still do. That's a song I never really dropped off from liking. Because um, I like how it like goes from like 4-4 four, four to 3-4 or whatever, back and forth. Um, it's a really creative, weird song. And it has such an atmosphere. And then 1% is like, it's a cool transition into Sukai. And I actually, I kind of defend Sukai with my life at this point. Because yeah. that was a song I thought was boring at first too. I was like, this is like, okay. And I remember listening to it the first few times. I was like, no, it's good. I like it. And I was like, no, I love it. And then I was like, no, I love it. I love it. It's great. No, I don't <laughs> like this album. And I just went back and forth. And I kind of ended up in this middle place. Yeah, where I'm like, I don't dislike anything, but it doesn't have that exciting of highs. Um, but Sukai um, is my under Fireflies. I think Sukai is actually, in a way, it's it. It feels like the most gorilla song on this album, especially near the end, with like the guitar and like some of the weird like horn trumpet midis that come in at the end. I think it's actually a really good closer. Hmm. I really like it as a closer, and it. It reminds me of Demon Days with some of its style, and 
I like that song a lot, actually. It grew on me a lot, um, which I didn't expect it to because I didn't really like it that much. But yeah. like Kansas, uh, I would say, yeah, like Kansas, um, Magic City, Fireflies, and Sukai. That's like four songs I would say I love from this album. So where Humans had one song I loved, this album has four songs I love. <laughs> the rest I'm like, these are good. And then the only one I would skip is... Humility and trans. At this point, humility is like a skip for me, which is kind of sad. But I just, it's. I think a, it's a very a disjointed big factor for me. Yeah, it would probably be because I listened to it so much. I kind of played that song to death. Uh, yeah, same. But uh, I feel like, and we'll conclude with this because uh, this ep- this episode is getting kind of long. Yeah, but as always, we've been trying to keep these shorter. But sorry, we, have we lots like things to too much. It's true. <laughs> um, but I feel like the now now weirdly suffers from what, like with the opposite from humans. It was totally a um, like a backpedal move. I feel like Damon Alburn took all those comments about like too many features in humans like way too seriously. I totally agree because. Yeah. Uh, it has it's only like two features and like said only one of them has like actual vocals on them and i don't know i feel like damon's happy place is where it's like it's almost like a 50 50 yeah you know where uh well maybe more like 75 25 yeah I like, think I did like math, 60 right? 40 like a little bit above somewhere above 50 yeah Humans is like kind of disjointed because you know there's not a whole lot of collaboration. It's like Damon making a song and then the artists like putting just making their own thing on top of it. It's like and your favorite bands releasing a mixtape of someone else's, some other yeah, band, and pretty being much. like, "Here's our new album." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the now now is just uh, I, th- I think it's just too much of just. Damon and unfortunately yeah. it's I guess it's just not all that interesting to me yeah and that's like super valid that's not like a point I would ever be like you're wrong and you're stupid you don't get it like there's nothing really to get with this album it's a pretty simple album and yeah um it's not much to digest um but at this point I've alert I've kind of grown to really appreciate some of like the vibes who <laughs> vibes such a millennial it's all about them vibes the, man like the feel and just general like mood of this album I kind of like dig yeah um but i don't love all of it but there's quite a few songs i love and i revisit if i'm really if i'm listening to gorillas i'll like pop on a song or two from here and yeah it still lacks identity of what makes gorillas gorillas but Hmm. i'm there's enough of it there that i still like enjoy it I don't know. It's valid. I I tamed myself to be excited for it. And I was, got super excited for it again (laughs) when it was coming out. And then I thought I loved it. And then I convinced myself I was overreacting. And then I made myself think it was really bad. And just after like, however long it's been a couple years since this came out, I've just learned to be like, okay, like I'm going to listen to it again. Now uh, I'm not really thinking about it that much. And I was just like, you know what? I dig this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's really all I have to say. So, the now, now.
yeah. very weird couple of albums for Gorillaz. Just very, which Damon has made it apparent in some interviews, but it was very like lacking of identity, and I don't think he really knew what he wanted to do with Gorillaz. Yeah, because like you know, from plastic beach to humans in between he was doing i think that's when he did the magic whip with blur and he was just doing a lot of other stuff and he was like all right i gotta do something for gorillas now and yeah all that but i th- i think which this is a good segue now with some of the new singles i i really think he's he knows i would say that this song machine project that they're doing now which we can get into this now mm-hmm. um this feels like the actual comeback for gorillas in yes. my opinion. I, I think song machine, if we took away, if humans in the now, now didn't happen, I think this would be like the perfect comeback. Yes. And <laughs> in a way it's, it feels like the perfect comeback still yeah, because the last two albums, even though I like the now, now I still think the last two albums were lacking in terms of gorillas. And yeah. these new singles, it was, like la- it was so lacking good. gorillas. Yeah. yeah, not <laughs> enough mon- gorilla. Not enough gorillas. <laughs> yeah, this this band is so fake. There's no real gorillas in this <laughs> band. But yeah, I I I already know you like them. But you, what, yes. what do you think of the new singles? Yeah. So my mental space of where I guess we should uh, clarify what the song machine actually is. Mm-hmm. So gorillas is now in the middle of this. I guess project. I guess it's not really an album, not yet. But they're basically releasing a single every month for the rest of the year. Yeah, which is um, cool. A very cool. Yeah, it's very, very unique, very original. And so by this point, before the first single came out, Gorillaz had just let me down too much. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly... You and me both were like, oh, there's a new song coming out. Yeah, and I honestly... We were so like, bitter. <laughs> I, I didn't... I wasn't expecting much. Yeah. And I think that was kind of perfect for, like, my... Yeah. My expectancies to be low. Even though, I mean, this it's not like, oh, it's better than I uh, expected it to be. Yeah. It's way more than that. So... I, th- I think if the quality that it has been putting out so far reflects the rest of the songs that are going to come out for it. Yeah. I, I genuinely think this would be like, this could be up there like with their first it could, three. It could join the Holy, it could make the Holy quadruple. And, it, <laughs> and we, yeah, and we've, we've talked about this. I, I know at this point I'm not just overly cause with the yeah, humans and the now, now I yeah. just, I got excited for the humans because that had been seven years. I got yeah. excited for the now, now because humans was disappointing. And I thought the now, now was like an apology letter. <laughs> so now that I've gone through those and I'm going into this, it's like, I don't know. They've been kind of underwhelming. I don't know what to expect. And yeah. just being, having the total opposite or I'm like, this is good. And then going back to recent to, it, I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. And, I'm, and then the next song comes out and it's better. And then <laughs> the next song comes out and it's also like really good. I, I'm going to be honest. Aries at first, I didn't know if I was liking it much. That one, yeah. I actually might like more than Desolée at this point. Really? Or I, maybe I'm not, not more than Desolée. Maybe not more than Desolée, more than um, Momentary, Momentary Bliss. Bliss. Just I by think, a little. Um, here's the thing is that like, I didn't really know if I liked Momentary Bliss when it first came out. Yeah, I remember I messaged you and I was like, I think this is good. And you were like, yeah, I don't know. And then it was a <laughs> slow Well, because grow. like the production of it is very interesting and very unique. Yeah. I was like, I can't, 
I can't tell if this is yeah, badly produced It was like produced punk guitars and like cheap sounding synths. Like cheap in like the yeah. good gorillas kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Like the quirky kind of. It yeah. almost like harkens back to like the self-titled sort of. Yeah. It has that kind of feel to it. Which is kind of why but, I was like on board with it. And yeah. And the, the more I listened to it, the more I really loved it. It makes me sick to think you and I'll be innocent. It's worth it to think like walk on And I think, I think Momentary Bliss is probably my favorite out of the, out of all the ones that have been released. Desolée is definitely up there. But yeah, it was just kind of perfect because like, you know, I really wasn't expecting much. And then it's like, oh, wow, the the gorillas are back. Yeah. (laughs) and, And it feels like there's... I don't know what it is, but there's something about these songs, the music, even like the art aspect, the music videos, like each song gets like a few pieces of artwork and a, and a video. Yeah. Like every song is going to get that. Not just like a couple songs, like the last albums were like, here's a couple or a bite. Um, yeah. See Like I always felt bad for like, man, like, Jamie Hewlett, he doesn't really seem to be doing yeah. much late, lately. It, it just <laughs> seems like there's so much work and passion and planning going into Mm-hmm. Like every aspect of this so far, like a really cool, unique concept, like a song yeah. a month for a whole year. Um, There's even like these mini videos. tracks that they're releasing too. Yeah, all the little like bits of just like them talking yeah, and stuff. Like really that's great for like lore fans. Like they're people who love the story and lore and the characters didn't really get a lot of that from the last two. Yeah. So they're giving us a ton of like character interaction, music videos, artwork. Like, yeah, they're really going all out on all aspects of what makes Gorillaz good for yeah. this. And that's why it's exciting because it, it feels like he's not making an apology album for a bad album. He's not obligating himself to make. It's more just like, yeah, uh, forget it, it just, all that before. It feels like he's <laughs> just having fun. And yeah, especially in the music videos, seeing him like with the artists in each one, like Damon himself. And just, it looks like they're all having fun. Yeah, those are fun. It's like, it's like it's behind the scenes footage, but like with gorillas. Yeah. There. And it's and really it's cool. Fun. And I love the feel of this so far. And we were really cautious at first because I was like, I'm not going to get hyped up again just to be like, yeah. why was I hyped up I'm for that? I'm still just very nervous. That's the one thing that I don't really like about this whole process. Just, yeah. Uh, I mean, not that it's a bad idea, but the nervous thing about it is like, like what oh, if, what if the next song isn't good? Yeah, you know? what if we wait a what whole month? What if the next song isn't good? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what if we wait a whole month for a song and then that song is bad and we have to wait another month? And, and Yeah, and which so far, they've it's been... Pretty consistent. Yeah. I think the last one that came out, I wasn't as big of a fan of. The last one is definitely the least, like... How far? Favorite. Yeah, that's, like, my least favorite one so far, but it was kind of weird because Tony Allen, sadly, passed away, and that song was a tribute to him. Yeah, because he recorded the drums. Yeah, and he's such a good drummer. He drummed for Good Ben the Queen, I believe, too. Um, And he... I don't even know if they were planning to have this be the next song, actually, but he had passed away, so they are like, all right, let's let's release this now, and that's kind of how I saw it. So it was really touching in that regard because I'm pretty sure the preview from... Uh, uh, Aries for the next song was not for this. No, it wasn't. Yeah, so this wasn't really planned to be yeah. the next one, but I think they were just like, we gotta release this for them, you know? Yeah. And I think that's sweet and cool. 
Um, and you can tell because it wasn't, they didn't have a whole music video ready for it or anything. Some people don't even know if it's part of Song Machine, actually. Yeah, um, I guess it doesn't have the, the like usual Song Machine episode four or yeah, whatever. Yeah, on the thing, it just says how far. It doesn't say episode four or anything. So I'm not even sure it's really part of Song Machine, actually. I guess we'll find out. So it's interesting. It's even if it is, I still think it's like a, it's a good song still. It's still really cleanly produced. That's the thing about the production of these songs is so like just it's so layered but every piece is so clear which is a huge issue with it's an issue with the now now as much as i like some of the songs on there the production isn't really all that crisp and humans is like really messy yeah but this one is just like every little sound and instrument you can just hear everything and it's so clean and good and it's layered so well and yeah. It, it just really seems like they're excited to be doing gorillas this time. Yeah, and so. I will say also pretty much yeah, each each track that has been released has had a feature on it. Yeah. And it doesn't suffer yeah, at it, all. It's like plastic beach levels of uh features where yeah. it it's not this artist's song and Damon is just kind of like helping them it's yeah it's a gorilla song and damon scoped out an artist that would be appropriate for this song yeah like and i like that and they're very gorillas fitting features so far yeah um like slow tie i he is so perfect for gorillas <laughs> yeah and i actually thought he was featured on like a d-side song but i was totally wrong oh, okay it was um someone else completely but for some reason i thought he had been featured with them before which is just like shows how perfect he is I was like, yeah he's worked with them before yeah but he i was super excited that he made a song with them and then um what was it uh the guy from slaves on uh on momentary yeah. bliss slaves was also on momentary um, bliss. that was unexpected well when he sings he sounds like it 2D. sounds like 2d it sounds like david alburn yeah i remember when i listened to it the first time i was like i thought it was and i was like yeah well, that's not well yeah until you watch the music video you realize yeah. oh that's not damon <laughs> which i'm like if he, uh, i don't know why i have a picture in my mind i was like if he ever needs a successor for someone to Take the 2D mantle <laughs> and be the next 2D. What Damon's if that, just like, I don't want to sing anymore. Yeah, hey, you want to be 2D now? Do you think that would happen? Girls just know. goes on forever and they just oh. keep choosing a new 2D. It's an interesting concept. That I don't know if it really I've never has, thought about that. I don't know if it really has... Like it does have gorillas have has a big following, but yeah. I don't know if it's big enough to. You like, kind of need Damon's like production style too for gorillas. So I don't know. I can. I've always wondered if they. Were I mean, you easily could because they're like if he gets old and he's like, I need my grandson to be two <laughs> D now. Although the thing is, <laughs> or something. The thing is though is that, and one thing that I like about the whole like virtual band aspect of it is that the band the band members have been aging. Yeah, like. Noodle, she was like she's like really a twelve year old now. kid when maybe even younger than that. Yeah, with the first album, and now she's like a woman. Yeah, it's, it's like weird, but I like even in just like cartoon shows, I like when they bother to like have characters age. Even yeah. in the past phases, I like she was a little girl in the first phase, and like Plastic Beach, she was like probably like she's a like teenager. a teenager. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Everyone's been like even like two D, like his hair is like been thinning out a bit stuff yeah like and, that. You, and you can tell that he's like looking a little age got some wrinkles yeah but he's still got that that rock star vibe yeah i remember when i th i think um it was during like the promotion stage of humans mm -hmm. um it might have even been like 
after Hallelujah Money and before any other single was released, there yeah. was that that like motor motorbike company. I think it's Jaguar or oh, something. Oh yeah, she's they came out with a, an ad, and she's just randomly in it. Yeah, and everyone was like, "She's old." Yeah, <laughs> what? It's weird. It's like I don't, I don't like this. Yeah, and and she was like, she was older. Like in Plastic Beach too, but it wasn't like so much different from like Demon Days. I mean, yeah, because it was like from because she was Plastic like, Beach she was to like Humans, tall. it's seven years. She grew like yeah. four feet. Yeah, <laughs> it was like funny, but yeah, yeah. I remember everyone being like, "What the heck?" But it's like she's a woman now, and I don't like that. I don't like how I'm feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm really um, stoked right now for Song Machine. I'm still like staying i'm still not letting myself get too hyped because with every album there's bound to maybe be like a couple like even like the best grills albums have a couple songs it's like all right not bad yeah so i'm waiting for that one song in song machine to come up and i'm like whatever but i'm so scared but so (laughs) far like four songs and they've all been like really good yeah and arguably some and are easily their best material out of all the like the first three, at least, I think are better than like anything from the last two albums. Yeah. Like, which is crazy. Yeah. So agreed. they're on a really good street. They're right up now. there with like all the greats of self-titled Demon Days and Plastic Beach, honestly, yeah. and in my opinion. It's such a good blend of um, all their first three albums in a way. Like the first yeah. song, like Momentary Bliss, I remember reminded me a lot of their debut maybe mixed. it sounds like it was like debut or m1a1 yeah it was like their debut mixed with plastic beach a bit with the weird synthy stuff and yeah. then desolate was very like demon days in a way i feel like it's more plastic it beach. was like demon days oh plastic. wait no because like, it does remind me of like el manana it's yeah. got that kind of vibe to it yeah. even though it's a little bit more happier than el manana stands on its own in a way it's like pretty plastic beach but the thing about this is i can kind of place them with past albums but when all these songs come out i'm gonna be like oh yeah this is like song machine has its own thing has its own identity yeah and so far it has a very strong identity and even though all the songs have been kind of a lot different from each other it's doing the thing where they're all different but when they're grouped together it's gonna be like a cohesive project yeah and that's what's it's been doing missing. the, the gorilla yeah, thing. It's doing the gorillas thing. And it's cool. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, this is the whole reason why I wanted to do this episode because all these, all these singles are just making me so excited about gorillas again. Yeah. I mean, there was a time where I was like, I don't even know if I really even like yeah. gorillas anymore. I got to the point where I was like, <laughs> do I even like Demi Days? Or <laughs> well, Plastic like I knew Beach. I liked their older stuff, but I was like, I don't know if I could include them as like my favorite artists anymore yeah because it's like, like oh. they've been letting me down so much it's like are they but gonna now, make more bad than good now yeah know, so but now i'm like i'm ready i'm ready to fall in love again <laughs> yeah exactly and you and me both were like 
I remember we were texting and I was like, oh, here's a preview for it. And we were like, I don't know. It's could be cool. And I was like, I think this could be cool. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> we were like so cautious about it. And yeah. I, I think I texted you and I was like, I actually really like it. Yeah. And I was like, I, I think my exact words were, I don't think I'm tricking myself this time, but <laughs> I like this a lot. Yeah. And then um, I was validated when everyone online who has generally the same feels of, as us of the past couple albums were yeah. like, this is their best work. Yeah. Fant- Fantano is like, I keep bringing him up. Who cares? But just, <laughs> just as a, a, an example, like sorry, he, we don't have our own opinions. He They're didn't really like the last two. He feels the same way how you do about the now. Now he didn't like humans yeah. and it's, he's like loved all the new songs. Like, yeah, they've all been like four great. for four. So it's <laughs> cool to like, see the public and, online figures being like, Oh yeah, they're like back in it. Yeah. I so, haven't heard anyone who's said that they don't like any of the music. Yeah. Even um, the subreddit like is like, which is full of people who love the past two just cause they're gorillas, hardcore gorillas fans. And they don't think they're allowed to dislike anything they do, <laughs> but they're even them are like, they are like, yeah, this is like their best work in yeah. 10 years <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And I been. remember like when I was first listening to momentary bliss you know, I wasn't so sure about it. Mm. But then, like, after a few listens, I'm just like, it makes me sick. Just yeah. do it. happens. <laughs> like, I want to I want to jam along to this. It's like know? we were in bad relation. It, it's like, let me change how I'm working this. <laughs> we it's were like an abusive yeah, we, relationship. It's like you were in, like, a bad relationship with someone who was, like, bad <laughs> for you. And then she changed and she comes back for you. And you're like, I don't know. But oh, then man. it's like, oh, she has changed. <laughs> <laughs> you're not manipulating me and being horrible anymore. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's like great we broke analogy. up with them for a bit, but we got back together. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's great. And I'm really excited for uh, what's to come. And I hope I, I'm, I hope I'm not let down. But we'll see. Yeah. But I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm still remaining cautious and not letting myself think it's going to be their best work yeah, ever. Yeah, I think I've gotten myself too hyped. I, I'm but. comfortable. I'm comfortably excited at this point. Yeah. At first, I was like, the first song's good. Let's wait for the second one. So, okay, second one was good. And then the third one was good. And then the fourth one wasn't really part of Song Machine, but was still good. So I was like, okay, um, I, I'm at a point where feel comfortable like being excited now yeah so i was like okay we have one song but there's like what 11 more to go and now it's like we're almost halfway yeah. there and it's like and it's all been great so it's at true. this we're point even if the, the rest are bad it's still at least half at least a good, we got a good ep <laughs> it would still be better than humans because yes. it would still have <laughs> at least like 40% of the album is like amazing. Yeah, I mean, so far it has more songs that I like than I like on the now now. So that's good. It's equal. Um, um, yeah. Four so far. And I loved four from the now now. So, um, it's, it's easily three. gonna, it's easily. And these, I like way more than the songs I liked on the now now. So it's already better. Yeah. So. Sorry. We're repeating ourselves, but repeat step, repeat step.
that's the gorillas. Check them out if you haven't before. Uh, Mitchell, it is your turn for a for a wreck, baby. Oh boy. Uh, do I want to? What do I want to recommend? Would it be weird to recommend a video game? No, actually, I was. We haven't done that about that before. I mean, we've done a video game episode, so why not? I'm going to recommend Animal Crossing. No, <laughs> in case you haven't heard of it, everyone and their mom is playing it. Um, I I'm am. Not. I am playing it violently like obsessed with it but i'm not gonna recommend that because it'd be stupid (laughs) i am going to recommend another um game it's actually coming out on the 29th next week i'm very excited i talked about this game extensively on one of our previous podcasts Mm -hmm. uh xenoblade chronicles definitive edition (gasps) is coming out on nintendo switch next week um why am i recommending something i haven't played because it's a remake remaster it's more of a remaster of technically you've played it yeah because it's the same game it's just they changed like the character models they made it look better it's on better technology but yeah it's still the exact same same voice acting they're not changing anything about it other than like visuals and some quality of life yeah um, it's not like Resident Evil 2 where they just completely built it or like Shadow of the Colossus where they built it from the ground up. Um, <laughs> it's just, it looks better. It's a remaster. Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii um, is one of my favorite games of all time. I talked about it a lot on our favorite video games podcast. So you can go there to hear me rant about why I love it so much. But it's coming out next week. So I already know I love it. So it's safe to recommend, but it's just going to be a better version of that. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't played it, the game wasn't really easily available when it was on Wii because it was kind of rare. And then they put it on new 3DS, which no one had a new 3DS. <laughs> and then they put it on the Wii U like as a digital download thing, but no one had a mm. Wii U. <laughs> so <laughs> it's on a really popular system now. It's going to be better. Um, if you're into JRPGs, you know, cool stories, whatever, um, check it out. Cause it would be really awesome to see support for this game. Cause I want to see it do well. Cause the Xenoblade series Power is really cool. is going to make this game popular. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check that out. If you're interested or you have seen ads for it and you're like, that looks pretty cool. Like give it a chance and there's going to be like extra content and it'll probably be, you know, improved upon the original because it will be. It just looks better. That's the only difference. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So check that out. I'm really excited to play it. Um, it's a treat and uh, it deserves to be way more popular than it is, in my opinion. He's in Smash. They put Shulk in Smash. So everyone at least kind of knows my who, who the main character is already. So it's my favorite. Yeah, that's cool. it. I'm done being a nerd. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm passionate for yeah stupid things. Well, um, what do you think uh, we should talk about next? Yeah, next episode. I haven't even thought about that. Um, I don't know, man. Um, do we want to? Should we do another music one? We've done a lot of movies one lately. Maybe we do a couple music things in a row. What if we do like um, we could do this what if we again at the end of the year? Maybe we do like a mid year. It's not really the middle of the year yet. It almost is. But maybe we do like a music from 2020 music roundup so far. Like what we like we that's could. Out this year. Yeah. Like be, I've also I actually about... have quite a bit of albums I've listened to this year that I really like. Yeah, we could. I, um, we could also talk about. I thought I was thought there's like no movies to talk about right now unless we watch like an old one. Yeah, well, I've I've watched a few that have been like put out on VOD. Yeah, but um, 
maybe sometime we could do an episode of like where we just like take our favorite album and talk about it. That'd be cool. But I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah. I could be down for. It's just that there isn't really a whole lot of music that I've been listening to this year that has been. Have we done like a top favorite albums thing? I know we did that for games, but what if we did like we a haven't? Top, no. What if we did a top five music albums each of us? We could do that. We could do that. Yeah. Top five albums. Uh, one, one artist per album kind of thing yeah the thing is like about doing like a halfway music thing is that i wouldn't really want it to i wouldn't want to take away from like when we do our like yearly thing yeah because there's a chance that like with what's going on in the world there's not a whole lot that has come out yeah but um but yeah i guess we could do a we could do our top five favorite albums yeah we'll wing it we'll see what happens yeah all right well thank you all you all have been very Lovely. Thanks for supporting us and everything. And uh, listen to Gorillas. Do it. And um, have fun. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that four hours? No. <laughs> we, we're pushing two and a half hours. Okay. I was like, you're freaking kidding me. Because <laughs> I, I just saw that turn to a four. And I was, oh, it says 54. 154. Yeah. I'm so blind. I just saw like a three turn to a four and I was like, this has not been going on for four hours. <laughs> Time is really flowing. I would by. be like, this needs to be two parts. <laughs> no, I, I don't think anyone would want oh, that. God. Unless. I don't, I don't know why that scared me. I, I think I was just worried that. Time has just gone by. I think I was just worried that I've been sitting here for four hours. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Y'all have a great day day or evening or midnight or afternoon bye 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 thanks for checking out this episode of the podwood forecast if you liked what you heard be sure to subscribe and if you'd like for us to give you a shout out on the show be sure to leave a rating and review on apple podcasts and also feel free to look in the show notes for links to our social media twitter and facebook As always, stay beautiful and thanks for listening.